Welcome to Nameless Debate Radio, where radioactivity is contagious. All right, man. Um, we were going to do uh, free will versus determinism, right? Yep. Yep. So you're taking the side of free will? Yeah. So I would assert that essentially free will is a lot more... It, it actually is more it fits better with how reality is as we perceive it. Um, and I would assert that there's not, enough, uh, there's not enough evidence to support that something that we don't know of is actually determining all actions and outcomes. Okay. Um, so, like, your first point was about, like, the fact that, uh, like, it appears for, like, to, to our frame of perception as if we have free will. Is that right? Um, well, no, I'm, I'm saying reality as we perceive it. Um, doesn't seem to fit with the idea that something would be controlling all of it, controlling all of our actions and the outcomes of such. Okay, I'm. I feel like that's not quite what you said before, but I don't. I don't really agree with that. Like, ultimately, if something was like uh, controlling all the outcomes to events, we wouldn't really know if that was the case. It would. It would be the sort of thing where it could well be happening, and you wouldn't have any particular idea about it. Isn't that correct? Well, what makes you think that we wouldn't know? Why would why would something with the power to control all of our actions and outcomes keep itself a secret? It obviously wouldn't fear us. What do you mean keep itself a secret? It's not like a conscious being. We're talking about the fact that like the universe and the way it works is hard to understand and your cognition is even harder to understand. It's one of the most complicated things we've ever tried to analyze. And when it comes to like the decision-making process that you execute in order to like decide what to do ultimately even if it was a deterministic process because you can't see into the future it would nonetheless seem to you to be free will well just because i don't have any precognition doesn't mean that i wouldn't be able to accurately predict a lot of the results of what i would do um that's entire that's the entire basis of science it's the it's essentially a belief that what has worked and what has happened in the past will repeat itself. And that's why when you're testing things, you'll, re you'll test it more than one time with the belief that, okay, I understand how the laws of nature work. So the results I got last time will repeat themselves because that's how the universe works. Essentially that these laws will make it to where, you know, these things can repeat themselves. So we can understand that far. What I'm, what I'm suggesting is that why, why would we, why would we have this sort of deterministic system within our within our universe? What would what would be the motive? Why would we not know? Why would well, okay. there's there's a few questions. So like, what would be the motive? I don't really understand what that means. There doesn't have to be a motive for something to be the case, right? That implies creative agency of some variety. And like, when we're talking about well, it, like, you said, you asked about like why it wouldn't be obvious to us, but realistically. Like, physics wasn't obvious to us to begin with. It took us a long time to come up with a model of physics that was properly effective, that worked to the degree where we could send, for instance, spacecraft into space, right? So, like, when we think about the fact that, like, the way that we describe the world in, like, the deterministic sciences that we do have has evolved over time and our, our understanding has become more and more sophisticated until we were able to predict with, like, quite a degree of accuracy what will or will not happen in a physical interaction, right? Exactly. That seems to and imply a deterministic... No, but that's a deterministic framework. That physic, Like, physics is a deterministic framework. 
Um, I would say that the you know, physics could be something that's deterministic because physics doesn't have a consciousness and it doesn't have, as far as we know, mind you, I'm making assertions on okay. essentially us not seeing evidence, but I'm also making the assertion that because we don't have evidence of, you know, anything, anything other than free will or anything, you know, essentially being deterministic of our free will and our choices, I, I'm simply asserting that since there is no evidence, I see no reason to believe that that is the case. All right, so, like, I guess I'm a bit confused about why you brought up, like, this idea of, like, whether or not the universe has consciousness. What does that have to do with it having a deterministic mechanical structure? So, to determine, uh, determine our conscious decisions, it would need a consciousness by extension to process it. Um, I'm not so sure that I agree with that. Like, realistically, when we're talking about a physical interaction, right, the model that we use to calculate what happened in the past isn't the same as the thing that happened in the past. Isn't that so? Well, yeah, pretty much. That's the whole idea behind science is that we believe it will repeat yes. itself. No, but yes. the point is, like, so for instance, right, so like when we like think about the Big Bang, right, we can like create a model of what happened in the Big Bang, and then what, what we can do is we can say, okay, based on this model, there should be, be like this distribution of elements throughout like the uni universe, and then we can use our like measurements to demonstrate that that actually, that, that like distribution of elements is in fact the case, which is sort of like a... Um, I, I, a piece of evidence like the pretty strongly indicates that our model like is accurately representing reality because we're like basing a prediction on like the conditions immediately after the big bang and being able to predict something about the universe today which is like a long long time later so i like i exactly. guess my question but there's evidence there, no, but there's I, evidence I guess, of yes, it but i and guess my question to of. you is that like for such a prediction to be possible isn't it true that the system that you are predicting has to be deterministic in in nature um, no. In fact, I think it is much more likely that it is simply random, and it is simply, you can go back to chemistry and physics for this. You can say that when, you know, when certain, when certain elements interact with each other, it can cause, it can cause an explosion. That's not a deterministic value or a deterministic um, uh, situation. It's simply that they have run into each other through, you um, know, through dumb luck, and they've exploded. Like what, my dude, what, I, I know, but... Determinism, it really feels like you're equivocating between two types of determination here, man. It sounds like you're equivocating between the determination you make about something and the fact that the universe has a deterministic structure, which is the way that things are, which is the thing that we model with science, right? And like when, so when you're talking about like physics and ke chemistry, right? Like in chemistry, the chemicals interact according to the laws of chemistry. There's no other way for them to interact. And the same is true of every science. The principles which govern the technical field apply to all of the ph phenomena within, and there is no sense in which they're not consistent with the principles. No, I understand that. What I'm asserting, again, is essentially that there, there could be a deterministic uh, aspect to our universe, and it could, in fact, be the system that we live in. But what would be determined is not our actions and the course of action we decide to take. I mean, what I'm saying is that, in my view, the deterministic um, mm. aspect of our universe would be essentially the laws of physics and the laws of I nature mean, and yeah. things that you can okay. prove. That would be look, I, I'm saying look, that free will is, is in fact, existent. <laughs> like humans I mean, have free I look, will. I accept that that's your opinion, and I agreed with everything up until your supposition about free will. Like, ultimately, I don't see where you, like... 
uh, pull a justification for halting the reduction to deterministic mechanics just short of free will. Like, for instance, okay, let's have a look at it, right? We go, so physics is deterministically mechanical. It is. There's yes. no doubt about it. Yeah. So then chemistry, deterministically mechanical. Biology, deterministically mechanical. Okay. Neurology, deterministically mechanical. We can test that with an fMRI machine, all right? Neurology, exactly. right, produces psychology. Psychology, even if we do not know the rules, is deterministic and mechanical, and every choice that you make is governed by the decision-making process that you have no choice but to employ because of what you are, a biological subjective framework. Okay. So the thing there is that, like I said, these are the laws of physics. And just because there are deterministic properties within our universe, and even if you call them that, free will doesn't quite fit into a science model, right? So you could, you could I, I have – well, yes, that's what I'm saying, is that we can test these deterministic properties and we'll get the same result over and over because it's mm -hmm. predetermined. It, yes, perfect. However, you can test somebody's free will – and their, their course of action, how they choose to respond to stimuli over and over and over again, and you could get varying results you, every I mean, single time. Wait, wait, just quickly. Are you aware of the fact that we have used fMRI machines to detect decisions up to seven seconds before they're made? It, well, yes, of course. There are certain so, so, wait, there's neurological quickly, activity like, that you can measure. No, no, course, but like not just not just neurological activity. There is like neurological activity which directly corresponds to the choice that is made up to seven seconds before conscious thought happens about the choice. Okay. So yeah, that's, that's not always that's, a, that's sci no, that's scientific evidence. Like we've demonstrated. Well, I'm saying right? that that's so not me, always true. Let me just true. quickly. All right, just let me quickly jump to another example, all right? So if you knew everything about the universe, start to finish, you knew every variable and every rule, and you plugged them into a computer, the computer would come up with one solution, one way things are, one way things occur, and one way things must always have been because the principles and the variables of physics can only make as their outcome their deterministic conclusion. It's the only thing that they can come up with. They don't have another way to exist. Okay. So I wanted to address your first one uh, first here. The first example was essentially that you can detect brain activity on a decision-making uh, situation up to seven seconds beforehand. However, you can detect brain activity on an, on somebody making a decision weeks beforehand because people will no, think No, 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 I don't think right? you understand. You I'm talking also... about like... I'm talking well, about like I'm an experiment where they prompt you to make a split second decision and which decision you make can be predicted accurately by the fMRI scanner because of the subconscious patterns of activity that underlie the choice. And long before you've decided which one you're going to pick, you have already decided. You just do not know it. Yes, we've that shown is, that. That is subconscious. There, there are subconscious decisions made and subconscious um, yeah, so where exactly going on to further understand the consequences of these actions. That's what your brain is doing. However, yep. you can also make these decisions long before seven seconds has passed. People can no, but, do this much faster than that. That's and then the also point. to address this, I did want to say that free will, like I said, we are, you're using basically the empirical data to, to essentially establish, okay, these things do repeat themselves, so they must be predetermined. However, again, I'm going to go back to assert that free will is not always predetermined. You can put a person in the same situation a hundred times and you can have varying results potentially on every single test. I'm sorry, where's would, your evidence no. for that? Free will? I've never seen. Yeah, no, you just said you can put the same person in the same situation and they will have a differing outcome. How could that no, be No, I'm possible? saying they could. 
So no, no, no they couldn't explain that these outcomes. Okay, so I'll so I'll give you an example. So you know that there's two parts of the brain. There's the there's the logical sort of rational side, and then there's the more creative and emotional side, of course. So whichever part of your brain happens to be more active, more awake, like when you're asleep, part of your brain is actually asleep and the other part's mm-hmm. awake. So you could, depending on where you are, like if you were sleep deprecated or things like that, certain you parts of your brain can... I'm sorry, yes. I sh- uh, yeah, deprivated. you mean deprivated, yeah. Yeah, yeah mix so those two up. So what I'm saying is essentially, in that case, you could have either side of that brain make a completely different choice based on okay. if they're feeling if they're making a rational decision or an emotional decision. However, mm-hmm. you can get you can get varied responses because Just, there's different ways to respond to things. However, right. you would then have to say that essentially if everything's predetermined, you would have to illustrate what is what is the end result of that? What is the goal of it? And then where's the repeatability? You would okay. need the evidence of it. Mm-hmm. So just quickly, like you brought up like the two hemispheres of the brain, but I'm going to have to, I regret to inform you that like the pop psychology view on the two hemispheres of the brain is pretty shallow and that the actual research is a lot more complicated than that. It is nowhere near as simple as saying one side of your brain is creative and the other side is analytical. That is not accurate. It's way too simplified. It's like Well, it's, I simplified it to kind of keep this debate shorter because no, I think you said we have to keep it at 30 minutes. It can't, yeah, but look, it's neuroscience. It can't really be simplified to the degree that you did, right? Um, and so, like, ultimately, what we're talking about is like whether or not the things in the world can be like observed to have deterministic processes. And I would say, like, apart from the things that we admit to not understanding, pretty much every model we've ever created that has worked has been deterministic. And the reason that it, we can say that it works is that we use the model to use the subjective form of determination and like predict what will happen, right? But whether or not the, the universe is deterministic has nothing to do with the subjective determination about it. It has to do with whether or not the state is predicted by the previous state. And it is, like yes. functionally okay. speaking. Yes. Now, what I'm saying to that, and we went over this, is I was saying that science in and of itself and the scientific method that you're talking about is essentially the belief that these things will repeat themselves if you put them in the same environment. What I'm arguing is that free will acts very differently and you can get varying results. Now, the reason for that, and I will say this again, essentially our system, our way to get to what we call and perceive as objective truths could very well just be us kind of keying into certain deterministic aspects okay. of our universe. If we have mm-hmm. a system that tests to see if something adheres to this deterministic, um, essentially, system in our universe, that's mm-hmm. great. We have, we have this falsifiability that proves that something exists within a, within a deterministic framework. That's great. So we know now what adheres to it, but to say that because we found things, that adhere to it, that everything does, would simply be a fallacy. That's all I'm saying. I don't really think that that's what I said, though. What I said is that all of the evidence adheres to it, and none of the evidence contradicts it. And any evidence that you might bring up... No, but listen, listen. Any evidence that you might bring up, and you could say contradicts it, I can always say to you, isn't it just as possible that it's deterministic in a way that you do not yet understand? And your answer has to be yes, because obviously you you wouldn't know if that were true, and it's possible, right? So, like, realistically... No, yes, you're very right there, but then there's no no evidence to, to support I don't are, agree. That That's there what is I just determinism said. there. No, no, but it's I just a, said well, that. I, just I said saying, there was. Wait. 
Okay, so what like, would so, be like, evidence? Let me put it to you. Yep. So the fact that physics is deterministic is one factor. Then we say, okay, so another branch of, of science, chemistry, that's deterministic. It's another factor. Okay. Then if biology yes, is deterministic as well, that. no, no, listen, this biology is deterministic as well, right? And then neurology, and then psychology, and then sociology, right? What we're talking about here is that every frame of reference that we've ever thought of applying turned out to be deterministic when we figured out what the what the like formula for the mechanism was and realistically what I'm saying is that though. I'm saying that all of the fields of science which appear to function with deterministic models are all pieces of evidence that all point at the same conclusion the conclusion is the universe has a deterministic structure because if it did not have a deterministic structure then those models with a deterministic functional correspondence to reality would not have predictive accuracy and we can observe that they do Okay, so what I would then what I would then argue to you is kind of two pronged, and I'm going to try to keep this very concise. So one is that I'm going to reassert that essentially we as humans have decided that rationality is finding the things that are that are predetermined and fit into this deterministic system. Two, um, essentially, you would have to. Okay, so number two is that essentially you then have to say that we that free will also adheres to this. However, to do so, you would then need some sort of some sort of falsifiability. You need something that you can that you can bring to people and say, look, I've tested this a hundred times. I've gotten the same result. And what I'm seeing is that they they're adhering to this deterministic system in this way. That free will will, if applied to you know this situation over and over and over, I got the same outcome. However, Just there's like there's almost no examples of that. Um, of of free will being applied to get, I mean, of course, you can't do the same situation over again. Like the fact that there's no examples of that is a complete non sequitur because I can't put the same person in the same situation and watch what they do. That's impossible. All right. So well, you like, absolutely quickly, can. Just quickly. No, just quickly. I'm you just going to do take it under sterile test conditions as well. No, no, dude, you you couldn't. You couldn't put them in the exact same position where they had the exact same information. Not after. Not before. You can't put someone in the same moment twice. It doesn't work like that. And if you could, as far as I can tell, they would evaluate the situation the same way because they're evaluating it based on how they know to evaluate things, the information that they can perceive and their value mm -hmm. structure essentially, right? So I'm going to take a cue from... Wait, Will but the value structure about, is listen, not listen, deterministic. I'm not, I'm not quite that done. Factory you just I don't, I don't accept that, though. I don't accept that, but that's not the point, all right? So like, I'm going to take a cue from Will Taft and Abbas. I'm going to say like, what property of decision-making is not bound by a deterministic structure? Oh, you're actually asking. Um, yeah, I'm asking you I, that question. Okay. So I do want to reassert, essentially, that a value system has nothing to do with determinism. Uh, and that's not irrelevant. Determined. That's not related to this uh, Well, I'm, saying if, I'm just saying that in, in, your, in your description, you said that that's a factor in decision-making. Yeah, will. but I disagree with you. The point can't is... Be affected by determinism. Look, man, I disagreed with you about that, but the point is we're not arguing about I know, that but right I, now. I, I, I'm I curious you. as to why. That, that's why but I, I asked you. No, no, but I asked you a specific question, and I'd really appreciate it if you answered it. So, like, what property of decision making is not bound by a deterministic structure? What property of decision making? The Correct. moral, the value system. I just laid it out. Value system. How do you how do you suppose that? Like, do you have evidence of that? My morality is not based on most deterministic systems. How do you For know? example. Okay, wait, wait, wait. How do you so, evaluate? Okay, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. So let's say I was taking a deontological stance and I say that... No, no, I'm asking you how you do, not how you might. I know. I know. I'm just giving how you an you, example. How do you? 
So no, no, don't, to... give me, don't give me a hypothetical, though. I'm asking how you do justify your moral decisions and how you don't, not how you might and might not. How I feel about it. Okay, so you're saying, like, you basically decide to do the thing that you feel will be best for you. Is that accurate? Um, I guess so. Yeah, okay, so if you're deciding to do the thing that you think will be best for you, is any decision you ever make different to that? Yes. How? I could simply decide different things are better for me if I were to be put in the same situation no, look, over and over. That's No, but that's not the question I'm asking. I'm asking, is it ever the case that when you decide to do something, you decide to do the thing that doesn't benefit you the most? Yes, I've done it all. I've when? done it many times throughout my life. When? Okay, so to give you an example, when I was younger, I wanted, I thought it would be in my best interest to eat as much candy as humanly possible. Mm-hmm. So, there is, in fact, not a lot of nutritional benefit to eating a lot of candy. And in fact, it's bad course, for your teeth. Yeah. It gives mm -hmm. you cavities. These are detriments. So, there's an example of what you asked me to present. Wait, no, I don't think that was an example, though. Well, I, I did something with my own free will and my own value system at that age that I yeah. thought would be best for me. And yeah, but you were wrong. Even, that's not, that's not, that so like, matter. I'm asking, no, it does that, matter. I'm asking, listen, mean, listen, I'm asking about an intentional difference, right? Is I it ever the case, listen, is it ever the case that you do something that you did not at that time think was the best choice for you? Yes. When? Okay, so about a year ago, I was at a party, I committed to myself that I would not drink, but then everyone was drinking, I was offered a drink, and on impulse... I just decided, okay, I'll take a drink or two. Then I got smashed and I passed out at the house. Uh huh. So you're saying I thought again, it was a, a terrible time... idea to drink. I thought it was an awful idea. However, I still did it knowing that it probably wasn't in my best interest. Like, let's just analyze that for a second, though. Some part of you cool. didn't think it was a terrible idea, right? Because you had an impulse to do it. The part of you that was the impulse okay. definitely thought that it would be a good idea to get a little bit drunk. You thought it would be fine. You know, you rationalized it to yourself. Some part of you did But I didn't think, rationalize it. Listen, listen, I guarantee you, even if you weren't conscious of it, you did. Because I've observed people making decisions all the time. They always choose to do the thing that they think is going to be best for them. And whenever they make mistakes, they make mm -hmm. those mistakes because they're confused. And it doesn't mean that they weren't trying to do the thing that they thought was best for them. It just means that we're very confused creatures and that often when we think we're doing Perfect. something that is the best for us, we're wrong. So that's all I'm saying. What I'm saying is every single time you act, even if you get it wrong, you are attempting to do what you think is best for you. Absolutely not. What I'm saying, and the I reason don't know I disagree, how you can reject that. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why I think that's why I don't agree with that right now. What I'm saying is that I can make decisions that I know are wrong. I can make decisions that I know are right. However, your, your statement are you, that people are you sure can that be you confused, know that they're wrong yeah, or right? That's I, I the know. I, hold on. I just want to get this out. When you say that people are confused and can be confused and make other decisions, that would, again, be more evidence to support my side that there is no deterministic system that we're adhering to because we can simply get the wrong answer. Within physics, um, you can't really get the wrong answer if you were to look at the correct variables and wait a minute. oh wait that's ridiculous we've got the wrong answer in physics repeatedly throughout history and first of all like you no, it's you not keep... it's not that we're getting here i'll rephrase it's not us getting the wrong answer it's that how does that the demonstrate wrong thing free will? Won't... hold on hold on hold on i'm just saying it's that the wrong thing will not happen right it's what it's sort of like it's sort of like if we were to test and see 
if you can light water on fire, obviously it doesn't have the chemical structure, the chemical makeup to be set on fire. However, sure you can light it on if fire it, if there's oil in it. I, hold on. I'm just saying that at no point in history has there ever been a time, nor will there ever be a time, when that changes. I just However, told you. Human free way, will. Hold on. I, like, dude, I just gave what? you a way that we can light water on fire. No, if you add that new element into it. I'm talking about H2O only. No oil. Okay. What do, I'm saying you, are is you that aware that there are, are you aware? Wait, wait, wait. Are you the aware that there are some fires? Happen. One sec. Are you aware that there are some fires for which adding water is like a fuel, not a yes, not something kitchen fires to start. Okay, so like you're accepting then. Yeah, you're accepting then that it is possible to burn water. No, what I'm saying is that essentially you won't be able to take a match and put it on water and have it light on fire. Are you and sure? That will never if change. You, if you tip water into a very hot fire, the water vaporizes and the hydrogen burns. That's great. It's not set on fire. It's simply changed from a liquid Pretty to a gas. Sure. That's that's exactly all what you've setting done is on fire. Vaporize the water. Dude, what done. am I doing? What am I doing when I set a log on fire? Okay. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm like, I'm turning the material into gas, aren't I? No. So what you're doing there is essentially you're accelerating the molecules to where they are so fast that they break apart and they're they're um, loose enough to where they're not no. containing. To, hold on, to where they're not staying within a liquid, more solid form. They're moving so fast that they can turn into a lighter, more gas-like form. That's all you're doing. You're not changing it very much. I like realistically a fire when you light something wooden on fire and a fire where you light water on fire or a fire where you light gas on fire. All no, of those are burning gas. All of the fire burns the water. gas. No, but like what I'm saying is that the process of fire is the same. Okay. Not all fires are the same to start with. But... Obviously, but like the fire is like... Uh, what's the word? An endothermic reaction, which is like very violent, right? And what's yes. happening is often, most of the time, what's happening is that whatever the material is that's burning, it's being converted to a gas to burn most of the time. Yes. Yes. So when you say that water cannot burn, bullshit. No, I'm saying why because, are, water can't be set on fire without yeah, any I other don't, elements. I don't really accept that because, first of all, like you didn't put that qualification in to begin with. I said like you can put oil in the water, and that was a valid contention. But realistically, if you can use water to fuel a fire, I'm not sure really where the distinction is between that and setting it on fire, right? But this seems like a little it bit is. Off You're adding an extra this, element. This is, You're adding a factor. Man, You're adding a variable. Yeah, this is a bit off topic, right? So, like, when it comes to, like, your decision-making process, right, you are trying to do what's best for you. You agreed mm -hmm. to that. And I'm well, not no. too sure how. No, no, but you're trying. I, I, I've given you an example. Dude, I can give you another example. No, but you example didn't give me an example. You gave me an example where you were conflicted, right? Like, you said, like, I did something that I knew was the wrong decision. But clearly, exactly. if, you, if you had known for sure that it was the wrong decision, you wouldn't have done it, I man. did. No, well, but you did do it. That demonstrates clearly. Well, no, but look, I, I don't accept you... that. It's okay. I'll just re-explain. What I'm saying is that even though I knew it was the wrong decision, in my mind, I was like, oh, well, that looks fun. Let's just do that. Yes. So you rationalized it. No, I didn't. I said, this yes, looks fun. That's, I know no, it's you wrong. Just, that's, that is a rationalization. That's not a rationalization. That's it me is. So, simply oh, saying, man. okay, I, hold on. I'll explain. <laughs> I'm, simply, I'm simply valuing that pleasure over my own well-being in that case. No, but... 
But the thing is that there's nothing that is inherently wrong with that sacrifice. People do that kind of sacrifice all the time. The fact that you said exactly. to begin with. That, look, that demonstrates dude, that not, it is I'm not, not deterministic. Gonna, no, it doesn't. The fact that you it said does. to begin it doesn't. The fact that you said to begin because with. because it is know not it adhering was, to one determinism. Okay, let me put it to you What you're arguing is that we're always... Way. Well, what you're arguing well, is that we're using our free will to advance our well-being. However, we both just agreed that people don't always do that. So what, what deterministic system would free will adhere to if it's not to advance our own well-being? Free will doesn't adhere to any deterministic system because free Perfect. freedom freedom from deterministic mechanics is a contradiction in terms, right? Because the fact of the matter is that we can observe that our environment is governed by deterministic mechanics and we are made up of our environment. The conclusion yes. that we somehow are not deterministic in nature and that we have free will is just a fanciful illusion. It satisfies but you, you emotionally. But you just said that we have there's free no will. Evidence you just said that I didn't. Well, you okay? Okay, maybe I misheard uh, you, and I'll 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 point out what I thought I heard, and tell me if I'm wrong. Yep, okay. I thought I heard you say that free will does not adhere to any deterministic value or system. Yes, but I didn't. That doesn't mean that we don't have free will. Sorry, that doesn't mean that we have free will. It means we don't have free will. I'm saying that the okay. evidence suggests, scientific evidence suggests, all the scientific models suggest that the environment is actually deterministic. And so, like when you say, yes. no, but I look, agree when you say, when you say free will isn't commensurate with any deterministic system, I say no fucking shit. That's because it is an illusion. You have an illusion of free choice because you can't predict the decision that you're okay. going to make. But in any situation with the same variables well, and the same, I would argue that I could. Same Stop, stop. Any, in, in any situation where you have access to exactly the same information, you are the same person, you have the same disposition, nothing is different, right? You calculate what you think is best for you, right? And let's like, oh, let's well, no, just I say, don't. I maybe, just stop, demonstrated stop, stop, stop. that I don't have maybe, to. Stop, maybe you have impulsive dis desires that you're not moderating properly, right? And so those impulsive desires make you do things that are good for you in the short term, but bad for you in the long term. And that's how you justify them. But realistically, what's happening well, that is wasn't that- wasn't good for me in the short term either. But it's not, the point is that just because you can do something apart from what you predicted doesn't show that you have free will. It shows that you're confused about the way that you will act. No, it doesn't. Okay, so I can, I can re-demonstrate this. So what I'm saying is that, again, this free will would be more unpredictable by our, by our agreements here and the examples we've laid out in that it's not always going to be that we make free will decisions to advance our well-being, nor will we always make a free will decision to create detriment, to I essentially to harm What's ourselves. The What's the mechanism for having a free will decision then? So How that mechanism is simply your train of thought and the action you decide, the course of no, action you decide. You, how do you evaluate your train of thought and decide which ones to act on and which ones not to act on? It depends on your, on your state of mind, how impulsive you are, what sort of personality you have. That's not really what have, I asked. I asked whether the you think things through. What criteria well, do you it, use? People use different criteria you, is what I'm saying. You specifically. What criteria do specifically. you use? Yes. Um, mostly a consequentialist look. Simply yeah, because so you're I deciding, like to... so mostly. What what apart from that do you use? Hmm. Hmm. I guess it's mostly consequentialism. So it's just consequentialism. Is that correct? 
for the most part. Um, I would say, yeah, it just depends on on the consequences. Yeah, for the consequences for myself. Consequentialism? Yep, so it's consequentialism, just straight up. No, mostly, like it is consequentialism. It's mostly. It's definitely a mostly. Well, I have certain deontological... certain deontological principles as well. Yeah, but that's, I mean, you're evaluating, you're evaluating your deontological principles with the idea in mind that evaluating those principles will give you the best outcome. Well, not really. There are just certain things that I feel should not, should not be done and should not exist regardless. So you're saying you have intuition? Intuition. Are you saying you have intuition? It's not so much intuition. It's something that I... If there's certain things I can't stomach. So let's say like rape, for example, I don't think should mm-hmm. exist for any reason at all because mm-hmm. I personally can't stomach it. It makes me want to throw up. So I'm just like, okay, well, that shouldn't exist. Yes. Theologically, like, I, no, I condemn it. Wait a minute. I'm confused. In any like, and all said, circumstances. You just said like it sickens you, it makes you want to throw up, right? That sounds like a negative well-being state of affairs, right? Like when you know that a rape has occurred, it bothers you and getting rid of rape would be a better consequence in your opinion. Is that correct? Well, what I'm saying is it should have never existed in the first place. It shouldn't have been anything No, but that's not what I'm asking. Of. I'm asking like would getting rid of rape be a better consequence in your opinion? Getting rid of it and a better yeah. consequence. So you're asking yeah, yeah. me if... You're asking me if the consequences of rape being around, saying, of rape existing as like, opposed to rape not existing. No, look, like you referred to your like deontological principle, and I'm saying when I evaluate that deontological principle, what I can see is that it is a subjective preference of yours that you don't like a specific consequence, and then you're saying I categorize this consequence as negative and the absence of it as positive. Therefore, I think that rape should not occur, right? But what you're doing when you say you think rape well, should not, not occur, which appears actually. No, but look, you're, you're taking a deontological stance about like the principal nature of whether or not the act is right or wrong, right? But what you're saying is that ultimately, like the reason that you would uh, pose the action is because you feel like the absence of the action would be a better outcome. I feel that it would be a neutral outcome. But I don't agree. I mean, no. So you're saying would, rape, okay, rape well, existing is neutral? No, I'm saying rape not okay, existing so, would be neutral. No, no, but ra- does, is rape existing? It neutral? would be. Well, is no, it? I didn't claim that. What I claimed is that no, but rape I'm asking not existing you yes or no. is neutral. So it's no? That's all so I'm rape, saying. So is rape existing negative then? Rape existing negative? Yes. Yeah, so the opposite of a negative is a positive. Did you know that? Okay. It's, it's not a black and white. There are neutrals. It is. It is. There no, are neutrals. Hold on. No, there no. are neutrals. The um, absence of a bad thing is a good thing. No, no it is not. Yes, so, yes it is. Okay. So maybe in an idealistic stance or an ideology. No, like logically, the absence of a bad thing counts as a good thing. Okay. So what happens if you take away all good and all bad? Well, I don't understand what that has to do with this discussion because you took a stance. Well, I'm just saying, I'm trying to illustrate to you essentially that there are times when things are neutral. No, I don't agree with that. Like, well, obviously, sometimes okay. things are neutral, but not in this situation. Okay. In this situation, you took a specific stance on a moral action. You said that rape existing is negative, and I'm telling you that yes. the negation the of both. Of listen, listen. The negation of both parts of that statement go like this: rape not existing is positive. It, that's that's the opposite. I'm telling you. Okay, to exist and not to exist. Is one is existence positive or negative to you? Existence is a positive. Why? 
um, because like exists <laughs> is true. Like that's the only positive. No, 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 no. That that's so. Truth to- is where is what's positive to you, right? Yes, that's of what course. It's like. Why is truth positive? Because truth is the like most useful thing. It is the most transcendent thing. It is the most consistent thing. It's well beyond me. I'm a flawed, subjective being, and truth is something to aspire to. Because if I knew what was true, maybe I wouldn't make so many fucking mistakes. Okay. So, in and of your own statement, you existing and you saying that, is it not true that you exist? Are you not technically a truth? I don't understand how this is related to the topic of the discussion. Well, I'm just saying, are you you existing? Is that true? Do you exist? In my opinion, yeah. Okay. So, you and of you are a truth. Why, Why is you existing and that being true, why is that positive? Well, um, because existence is a positive claim by definition. Like it an ex- existent, it is an existential pre- predicate is positive. Okay, but that's a word game. A positive claim it's does not, not no, equal. No, that's not a word game. It does Dude, not that's equal. That's not a word game. That is not okay, a word well, game. Okay, well let me. That, I'll, I'll explain why I think that. If I'm wrong, feel free. Feel free to you know correct it. What I'm saying is that you're you're essentially equating a positive claim to a net moral positive. Dude, I'm telling Am you, I wrong? like. I'm telling you, like, in terms of propositions, okay, an existential predicate is considered a positive proposition. I'm telling you. Okay. So to simply exist is a positive to you? Yes, it's a positive in existence. Okay. Why is existence positive? No, no, no. Not positive as in good for me. Positive as in true. Okay. So it can be true. So is it positive to exist? What? I don't think you understand. There is no, well, no I'm distinction just trying to between get out true and you. positive. Are you well, asking like... That you, wait a minute, you wait a minute. It sounds, look, dude, it sounds like you're equivocating. Are you asking like... You, like you just used the same word twice in two different senses, right? You said like, um, is it positive to say that you exist? Is it a positive claim if, I, if you say you exist? And the answer no, I'm that, asking yes, if these are net positives. Like no, but like that's not what positive in the in the existential sense means, right? You're asking if I know, you're truth, using it as affirmative. I'm using it as an actual. That is what positive means. Okay. No, so you're saying, so you're saying, good for you. Yes. That's not what positive means. Then wait, wait, wait. So why is it used within? Why is it used within philosophy? If I have a positive number, is the positive number good for me? No. Again, so these are. No, no. This is kind of what I was talking about. This is kind of what I was talking about. Dude, when we have, we're using a word game at this point. We don't need we're to not use using a word, a word game. game. Listen to me. When we have positivity in electrical circuits, is the positive a good thing? Exactly. So that's yet another way to use a positive, the word positive. No, but the positive always it. means affirmative. No, it doesn't. And I'll, I'll does. give you an example. Okay, okay. I'll tell you why I don't think that's true. The reason okay, I don't so- think that's true is essentially people can use the word positive when they're talking about good well-being, happy, yeah, healthy, comfortable, yeah, yeah, and yes. then they can use it. Hold on, hold on. I just have one other part. To contrast that, they will then use negative to imply negative well-being when you are unhappy, unhealthy, and not My comfortable. Dude, that's affirmative well-being. Okay. You can interchange valid. You can interchange these words. That's great. But that's what I'm using them as. No, but I don't think you understand. Like when you said that there's a different kind of like positive, you gave me an example where it is a metaphorical instantiation of the kind of positive I described. You're saying positive can mean good for you, but actually positive means affirmative. And in the context of well-being... Okay, so positive... What does positive mean? I'm not quite done. 
I'm not quite okay. done, okay? okay? In the context of well-being, positive means positive for your well-being, as in like it is affirmative in, in the stance of your well-being. It helps you be well. Okay, so we can use it for that. That's what I'm, that's what I'm using. If you remember... We were essentially talking about, is rape positive or is rape negative? That was the question you asked me. And when you were using it, you were using it in the philosophical sense, as in, is it better, is it good or positive, or is it bad or negative? Um, that's what you were saying, and that's how I was using positive and negative. So I was asking, wait, why wait. is you existing a good thing? Why is truth okay. a good thing? That is the, that is the terminology I will, I will switch to instead of saying positive and negative. So that way we're both on the same page. Why is me existing a good thing? Why is existence a good it, thing it, for anyone it or isn't, anything? It isn't inherently a good thing. What I, what I meant when I okay. said that existence is positive, I meant that existence, as in, a, as in an existential predicate, is a positive proposition, right? Vivi, did you have something to mm -hmm. say? Yeah, but for sure, for sure. Um, but I think like what was happening was that there was an equivocation going on in terms of the word positive. Okay, that that's what I'm doing. I'm I'm equating positive to good, negative to bad. Yeah, but you understand that that's a specific instantiated definition, and it's not the general definition. Okay, you can use different definitions for the same words. It's like can't you just say good for you? Or like positive well-being wise or something like that. Like qualify your statement so that we know what you're I very about. much I can. This is just how I normally talk. I, I usually don't change any of my vernacular for any of my debates. Okay, well I think maybe you should because sometimes the mistake well, comes no, from I'm the saying, vernacular. I agreed. No, I agreed to change the terminology I'll use for the sake of this debate this one time because yeah, but, I want us to both be on the same page. I've agreed that I will say good and bad for you instead of okay. positive and negative. Okay. So yeah, we're on I the same page that. there. We're good. So yeah. again, and we didn't yeah, we didn't you asked me like what's positive about existence? Is in like good for me, right? And like my mm -hmm. answer obviously was like no, uh, nothing. Like it's not inherently Perfect. good for me. Okay, we agree. That's not the point. That's not the point. The point is that what I do think is good for me is governed by things that I do not choose. Okay. So, what 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 governs what's good for you? Um, all the factors that I consider in my analysis and my subjective value structure, which comes from okay, a mixture. That contradicts what you just said then. No, it doesn't. Explain. Okay. So what you just said was what's good and bad for you is determined by things that are not within my control. It's in a deterministic sense. And then you, when I asked you what determines it, you then went on to factors that you control, what you consider no. to be positive, what? to be good or bad for you. I don't think you understand. You, you, I don't think that you do control the man. Just because you feel like you okay. do doesn't mean that you do. When you say, for instance, that subjective values are something mm -hmm. you get to choose, I feel like laughing at you. You don't get to choose that you subjectively value survival. That is biological imperative. You have a survival instinct, and all of your other tastes are instantiated very similarly. Okay. So... There's not always just survival mechanisms going on, especially with humans. I'm sure That's you understand that, though, right? I said that, like, the things that you value okay. are things that you have evolved to value. But that would be your instinct. The reason that animals no, it's not want just to instinct, chase... Well, I, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, 
animals, like let's say lions, they value survival. So therefore mm-hmm. they will take steps to preserve their survival, to preserve mm-hmm. their, their safety, their life. Mm-hmm. So that's great. However, with humans, we have what's called free will, where we can make subjective um, decisions well, that can potentially... Hold on. I, I'm, this is the last sentence, I promise. We have subjective free will that makes us that allows us to make subjective, potentially wrong decisions. Mm-hmm. So to say that that is a deterministic factor within the universe, you would then have to say that within nature, it's allowing us to make wrong decisions. And then that leaves you with yep. a kind of an issue when I come back and ask you, okay, what is the evidence of the universe giving only us this, this trait to where we can make potentially wrong decisions as opposed to just mean? the survival trait? I'm, I'm confused. What do you mean only us? Animals make mistakes all the fucking time. It's not about mistakes. It's about making, it's about subjective, irrational yeah. decisions. Okay, so, so, wait, 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 wait a minute. So like when an animal detects danger, but they decide on an impulse to go in for food and they die because of that impulsive decision, is that distinct in some way from the impulsive decision you described where you had a bunch of drinks? Yes, it sounds, and I'll, it I'll sounds, illustrate the difference to you since you asked. Listen, it, so, it sounds exactly no, the same. Hold on, you, you've, asked me, you've asked me something. I do want to respond here. So the difference course, is, yeah. in my case, I wasn't taking that drink to advance my survival. However, the animal that you've described has then gone into this den, defying right. its own danger senses to get food to that's, advance its survival. Uh, that's me an assumption. Does not, an does not advance my survival. That's an assumption you're making. I didn't say well, that. That's, was, that's what you laid no, no, out stop, to me stop, in your example. Stop. I didn't say that it was to advance his survival. Let's say he's fat. He doesn't need the no. extra food. He's putting himself in danger for his taste. Okay, then put, you have to put that qualifier on beforehand. Okay, you can't fair enough, come but back. you can't... Hold on, I'm, I'm just saying one thing. I'm just saying one thing. You can't put a qualifier on it after I've given you the answer to your question, if that makes sense. Oh, well, actually I can because I realized that I didn't quite qualify myself properly. I apologize for that, but realistically I can put that qualifier on. And the fact that okay. you assumed... Then with that data, about, I would listen, give you a different listen, answer. Quickly. Quickly, though, the fact that you assumed things about my argument which were not explicitly stated and you made up your own conjecture to support your point isn't a very good I strategy I and will, argument. Hold on. I can, I can answer your question with the, with the available data and the available qualifiers you just gave me. Would you like that mm-hmm. answer now? Yeah, for sure. Okay. In this case, I would then say that there are almost no examples of that happening. What? That's a load you of bullshit. To, well, then show me one. Well, show you an example of an animal dying because it was like being greedy when it shouldn't have been. Are because it was essentially yes. Show me essentially a a what is it? A gluttonous animal risking its own survival over okay, its gluttony. Okay, okay. I will send I will send you a couple of links later. There's definitely video footage of that man. And like, can I you can definitely here? show me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Come I'm on, sure. Oh, wait, look, we should get those hey. links. We should get those links. Let's use your example of you drinking at this party when you knew better, okay? Wait, 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 hold on. This is kind of like a one-on-one with, like, me and Matt, though. No, no, no. I just, I, I think, like, Eddie's probably got something interesting to say. And, like, I have to get time to get these links anyway, right? I think, right. It, well, I think this might illustrate a little bit of a bridge here that might uh, at least try and help us all understand what it is that you're trying to say. I, I can see, personally, even if I were to put myself in your hypothetical... Uh, that taking a drink based on like peer pressure, let's say, is is an advancement of survival in terms of social survivability. Like the way that we can interact more loosely with friends, the way that we can uh, 
what, what I'm what I'm trying to say is that what we end up doing is networking because of booze <laughs> in, in real simple okay. terms. And so what I, it wouldn't in be my apparent. example, though, I, I didn't lay out anything to advance my my social standing or to gain any social equity. What I right, did was I was like, correct. oh, drinking and being being inebriated sounds fun. Exactly. There was no social connotation behind that. There was that is the social simply me thinking that that might be fun. Well, that's what I'm saying is that that is the social connotation that okay. the, even the unconscious, uh, I guess, presence of having fun, that that actually c causes. Uh, so, have, so having fun is a social construct. Well, just, it, just quickly. Just quickly, like to address the thing that you said about like evidence about uh, animals being gluttonous in a way that compromises their survival. So have you ever heard of a, uh -huh. an experiment called Rat Park? I have, but I, yeah. I just want to I just want to answer I just want to answer him first because he had a very okay. a very yeah, interesting point actually. So I did want to say that fun, um, essentially, essentially desiring your brain to you know release that dopamine to right. experience pleasure, the want to experience pleasure is not a social construct is what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, I don't, I, I probably missed And I'll link a, that. I'll link a few things on that. Yeah, I didn't, I don't know if I really was trying to assert that either. I, I think I'm, what I'm just trying to grasp at is the idea that when, even whether we're aware or not of the effects of our actions, our choices, and all the things that spill out from something as simple as what, what we invariably come down to is there's an effect with others that it's kind of like theory of mind in a way where they're building a model of you based on your participation, let's say. And it just, it gives that kind of social dynamic where it's like in group or out group, you get to be a part of the group just even for that moment, which is an intrinsic primate like imperative essentially. And if we, if we didn't have that, I don't think we could have evolved in the ways that we have as, you know, species that collaborate on the scale that we no, do. No, you're, you're very correct on that. Um, humans are pack animals and they originally were as well. Humans right. um, are pretty much undeniably made to cooperate with each other to progress their own species. Um, and there's also, there's two books I read on that pretty recently. I'll send those to you too. Okay. Um, but essentially what, what I was illustrating in that was that I was simply seeking the, the short-term pleasure that you know, I would be inebriated. It's not so much that I wanted to hang out with friends because to be honest at this party, I fucking hated almost everyone. The only guy <laughs> that I liked was the one whose house it was. So that's yeah, why I was part of the reason for drinking anyway. Exactly. <laughs> um, so uh, the reason I felt that you were essentially saying I was drinking for a social construct was that you were, you were saying something similar like networking uh, by drinking and essentially getting that, getting that sort of uh, that societal, um, incel. I don't know if it's incel. No, I'm using the wrong word, no, but essentially yeah, you, were, you were illustrating the networking thing. And yeah, networking yeah, kind of being like a, a, what I did. Yeah, it's a bit of like a, a off, offhanded way of saying like other people are looking favorably or disfavorably upon you. And exactly. it'll all, all be based on their values that they have on the act of drinking in and of itself. You've probably noticed that there are no fun times that can be had at a dance club unless you're somewhat inebriated. It's just, that's not the place for sobriety. <laughs> it's not. There's lots of drugs, there's lots of zannies and mollies. And Precisely. Exactly, yeah. man. And so I, I don't know that, like, my point is... My, I would say it, it would, it's a necessity if you want to have fun. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like Moral Imperative a bit better. It is better. It's more compelling that way, I think. Um, do you have do you have empirical evidence to support, <laughs> <you>? <laughs> to support that position? So I yeah, what I'm trying to see though is that if that helps illustrate any of the points that we're all trying to make here, which essentially I think that seems as though you're saying that subjectively we have the perception of free will and objectively we don't really have any such thing. Or I might be okay. misreading the entire situation. Um, well, free will, we've kind of derailed a lot by getting into this animal thing. Yeah. Um, most of my argument really just I boils mean, down to the fact that there's a lack of evidence that what we do is predetermined, but there's quite a bit of evidence that suggests that every human on Earth has some degree of free will. I mean, I don't, like, I don't really accept that. There is, like, subjective anecdotal evidence that people experience something that we might ascribe the term free will to. But mm -hmm. realistically, like I said, if we observe, like, all of the different domains of science, what we see is that every single domain of science that has a, like, functionally effective model has that model because the model is, like, deterministic mechanically and it corresponds to the deterministic mechanics of reality. So I don't understand where you're coming from when you say, for instance, that we have some free will, specifically us, that is coming from some unknown place because, like, as far as I can tell, even if we did have free will, it would be either a variable or a rule. And if it is a variable or a rule that determines our de decision-making process, then it's not in any right. sense free. And that's what I'm arguing, is that there's variables and not, no, but it's not, not very rigid determinism. So what I'm saying no, is that there are variables. So that would go back to a point I was actually just about to make. I'm not, so this I'm is not a sure great segue. Really, I'm not sure you really heard me properly. I said that like, in that situation, the uh -huh. will is not free. No, I'm saying it is, and I'm, I'm explaining essentially what your criticism how, was. How so, is it, though? So what I'm saying is that the variable, there are variables that affect your free will. However, yes. it is not 100% adhere to determinism. And the reason I say that, that is that, what, hold on. So what I'm saying is that people can experience things differently. In fact, it's proven that perception varies from person to person. Mm -hmm. And to give you an example, a person who has, uh, who has depression feels much lower lows than a person who you know, doesn't have depression. Like, let's say that they just got dumped mm -hmm. by their girlfriend. This depression would make this person have a much lower low than a normal person. That's simply a difference in, in how they feel. So they could very well make different free will decisions based on that, that feeling of, of a much lower low. So that would be a variable within it simply because yep. what's going on in your brain, mm -hmm. there's certain, it's like bipolar, right? So yes, bipolar just, will cause you to make extreme look, decisions and switch and, all sorts of mm -hmm. things, that's a variable, again, yeah. that affects your free will and your decision-making. Okay, However, like, that's simply a variable. That's not, it's not it's full a determinism saying that, they, that we, well, what, what you're essentially arguing is that there's an absence of free will entirely, and that yes, it's, that it's is an exactly illusion. what I'm arguing, but what exactly. I said was... What I'm saying that, is that look, there's not the enough thing, evidence to support that. I don't accept that. The thing that you described is mental illness, right? That doesn't have any like real effect on whether or not people are deterministic in in their cognitive processing. Uh, you well, still it does, in fact. Like it doesn't, though. How? It does. Okay, so what I'm saying, 
basically what I'm saying is that these are variables within the decision-making process. Somebody's free will, yes. like a normal person's free will, but, is going to dictate that they take different actions than somebody who has this mental illness. That's a I'm variable. Confused. I'm confused, right? So like, just because the variables are changing does not mean that the system isn't deterministic. When we have physics and when we have different, differently calibrated systems of physics that we conjecture right mm -hmm. the fact that like we can conjecture them doesn't mean that they're true okay so if we're going back to physics and we're using you know sciences that rely almost exclusively on empirical evidence and empirical theory we would then have to be able to say that we can predict free will and the choices that people will make 100 percent of the time which no, we cannot do Look, what I was trying to say is that, like, even if the variables are different, right, the variables and the principles together completely account for any variance in decision making, always, in every situation. There's no way around that equation. Like, the variables and the rules necessarily dictate the conclusion, always. Okay. So, it's not – what you're saying is that essentially – what situation they're in and what variables they're experiencing will affect their decision making. Yes. Right? Okay. No, I'm saying like, so, I'm saying like, I'm saying the rules they use to decide and the information they have available to them are the only factors in their decision making process. Okay. So those are the only factors. So Correct. why is it then, why is it then that we can make choices that are detrimental for us? Um, because we can be mistaken about what's good for us. No, I'm talking about, like, intentionally. Why can we no, do but that? I'm, I'm saying, like, when you think you're doing something that, that you, like, when you think you're doing something that's intentionally bad for you, what's actually happening is that your understanding of what's good for you is, like, warped. No. Okay. Yes. So, yes, I guarantee it. If people, so for instance, if you haven't mm -hmm. learned yet to control your impulsivity, right, what that demonstrates is you haven't recognized how important that is in terms of like long term consequential good outcome, right? And so, well, like, what if when, I don't care? Wait, wait, wait. What if I don't matter. care? But that's the thing is if you're a consequentialist, which you claimed to be, then you necessarily care. Well, no, I could actually not care about like certain consequences being a consequentialist no. doesn't mean that i care hold on being a consequentialist doesn't mean that i care about every single consequence it says that when i am making a moral a moral identification of you know if, is this right or is it wrong i will weigh the consequences basically weighing the the ends to the means if you will no, but like, so in that listen, sense i don't have to apply that to everything i could very well listen, just not care and listen, most people listen. are very capable of that. Any any time so you that decide that falls not, out of your determinism. It doesn't though. Any time you decide not to care, listen. Any time you decide not to care, you're deciding not to care because you think that's the best option given the situation you're presented with. Well, no, I've illustrated yes. that I don't have to go with the best option, and people people but a you, lot of times won't go with the best look, option. So let me give you another I'm example. You, I'm like I'm telling you that when you're saying people don't go mm -hmm. with the best option, their priorities are screwed up. They're not evaluating the situation correctly. The thing they decide on is what they think is best for them with the frame of analysis they're applying, even if it's not what's best for them overall. They are confused about what's best for them overall, and they do something that seems like the best choice in the moment, given the situation, your impulses, your variables, and all the rules you use to decide. And given all of those factors, there is no part of the process of decision-making which is not bound by the criteria I just described. There's nothing in it that isn't deterministic. 
Okay, so what would be the criteria that, that every person's decision-making adheres to? I told you already, they decide based on what they think is going to be best for them in the frame of analysis that they have chosen to apply. Okay, so let's say hypothetically you have, you have the, let's say you have the grades to get into college, yet you mm -hmm. decide, I don't want to go to college after high school, I want to take a break, and I just want to hang out for a while. I don't go to mm -hmm. college, even though I know yes. that statistically, provably, going to college will increase my quality of life in the long term and allow me more opportunities yes. in the future. So mm -hmm. I've then decided against the best possible course of action oh, simply look. because I don't want to. Look, I think I How pretty... would that fit within your, within I, your I, criteria that we only well, make decisions I... based on what's good for us? I told you, I pretty clearly evaluated that already. Their priorities are out of whack, okay? People happen to it's be not quite priority. lazy. It is. They're lazy. Okay. We don't want to do work. So when it comes okay. to but having a chance... But to pursue your listen, priorities I'm not done. I'm not done is all that laziness is. That's all it is, is to not pursue those priorities. No, like realistically, what we're talking about is that laziness happens to be a priority of your biology, not expending more it effort is not. than you need to. It is not expending In fact, more there's effort. Evidence. Listen, hold listen. on, I can show you biological evidence right now. Dude, I wasn't done talking. Lazy efficiency. Is bad for you. Dude, efficiency in terms of conserving energy and not using it where it is unnecessary is good for the survival of your biological form, always. So if it's unnecessary expenditure, you mm -hmm. should avoid it. You are hardwired to do so. Unfor so that does not always hold true. So again, I don't agree. The, How do you know that? Okay. Where's your evidence? So there, that's immediately debunked by the existence of professional athletes, people that essentially overexert themselves to be the best at a certain sport. How is that you debunking? You overexert to make that happen. You have to dedicate a lot of your time simply to exertion. Can you like explain to me how that debunks what I said? Okay, so you're then saying that it is biologically implemented within us to not overexert ourselves or to no, not exert not too said. often. Nope, not okay, what I said. Maybe either. I misunderstood. What was your what was your point about exertion? I said it's biologically built into you not to exert unnecessary effort. Okay? If the effort is necessary for you to reach your valued goal, such as becoming an, a professional athlete, then it is justified by the value you put in the goal. But if it comes okay. to expanding effort that you think, in your opinion, it is unnecessary, you will try to avoid it. People are fundamentally lazy. It's built okay. into us because conserving energy allows you to survive longer. Right. So the quality of being lazy, and again, I'm going to use your, I'm going to use the college one here. The quality of being mm -hmm. lazy is simply not pursuing your priorities. And there's no, actually quite a few studies that, that hold on, hold on, I'm just that. saying, I, I'm just saying that essentially there's quite a few studies that suggest that human beings need things to do. They need tasks yes. because if you are, if you were to have nothing to do, they, these people get clinically depressed Come and on, like, they've actually seen that, people like, no, dude, that feels like a non sequitur, really. Like what we're talking well, no, about. I'm just has, saying that this, this isn't built into us. Being lazy is, is not built, built into, into you. Us. What it I'm totally saying, what you're, is, okay, but what you're, you're arguing like, no, no, is a think, survival mechanism. I'm not saying thing. that it's not. Let's think. All I'm saying okay. is that your biology has a preference not to expend unnecessary effort. If we look at a mm -hmm. reptile, a cold-blooded creature, 
pretty obvious that they would evolve not to expend unnecessary effort, and you can observe them doing so, right? They won't move if it's cold. They can't. It's not worth the expenditure, right? We are warm-blooded, but nonetheless, since we require fuel for our bodies and our brains, when it comes to doing something you yourself think is unnecessary when it comes to progressing towards your valued goals, you don't want to do it. It's as simple as that. You don't want to. Why should you? That's the answer you'll give. Someone tells you to do it and you go, what do I get out of it? Why should I? You're asking me to invest my effort into something that doesn't give me a result that I want. Okay. So all I'm saying is that what you're referring to is a survival mechanism, the conservation of energy. Mm -hmm. So in that, again, that doesn't apply to the example I gave you, somebody not wanting to go to college simply because they're like, I don't want to yes, spend like, that energy sorry. to do that. What no, that is, what what that is <laughs> hold on, you are ignoring essentially the, the best possible step forward I mean, with the information that it is the best possible step forward. You can understand yeah. the full benefits look, and still say, look, I don't want to. You're making it's not a really conservation. Sim- hold no, on, no, no. I'm just saying that doesn't fit into your criteria because it's not okay, conservation well, of energy. Hold on. It doesn't fit into conservation of energy because you're not surviving better because you're not going to college. You would, in okay. fact, be surviving worse because you are then uh-huh. limiting not only your education, uh-huh. You are limiting your future opportunities did, by being lazy. Mm-hmm. Did you that remember is a, the bit? That is the example of what I'm saying. The, the lack of desire to pursue those priorities, which is a characteristic of free will. In fact, you, humans can – hold on. Humans can also – there are certain situations where they can also override those survival instincts simply for pleasure or desire or other small trivial things. Yeah, I'm so sorry. like just, just quickly, like – um, I feel like I accounted for the variance that you put in, right? And like when you come up with the same example and you say, for instance, like that, uh, like when a college student is like deciding not to go to uni, even though they quote unquote know it is the best option for them. I actually am such a student who decided to have a year off. And I'm telling you that the reason that I did no, that, I, that's not was, the example listen, I listen, the reason that I that's, did that was that I reasoned Yes, but you're misrepresenting myself. me now. You're I'm not, very much I'm not. I'm saying, I'm giving you a concrete example. Let me talk, all right? The reason that I chose to okay, have Okay, but you haven't, you haven't debunked the example that didn't I wasn't talking. Well. I wasn't done talking. The reason, all right, that I decided to have a year off was because I am fundamentally lazy and I reasoned about it like this. Never again in my life will I have an opportunity to not have responsibilities. So I'm going to take the opportunity right now, even if it puts me behind in the long run, because in my frame of reference, the scope that I'm considering is primarily short term. And if that is what I am considering in my analysis, the conclusion that I should maybe take a year off instead of going to uni is perfectly reasonable because I'm not considering right. the full length of time. No, that's, that is a great example that you have there that fits into your criteria. All I'm saying, all I'm saying is that essentially the example that I laid out is not only, you know, within practical application, like very, <laughs> it exists. There's quite a few people that make this choice, no, right? To go, hold on, I'm just saying, hold on, hold on. I'm just making the point. I'm what saying choice? that. Okay, so the choice, and as I laid it out, was somebody gets out of high school and they decide, I don't want to go to college because I just mm-hmm. don't want to, despite mm-hmm. knowing that this will have more positive benefit for them, okay. more good 
more good yep. in the future. It will have more opportunity for them, better education. And they're doing it simply because they don't want to go to college, simply because they could just not like going to school. So even with that available data, plenty of people still decide, I just don't want to. And the reason, the reason that doesn't fit into your criteria is that this person has made this choice, even with the available data, all of it screaming in their face that going to college is the best possible thing they could do. It's the best next step. It will uh, provide the most good with their time dude, and resources. Dude, like the way that they're performing the analysis, that isn't the conclusion that they come to. Okay. So what, what conclusion does every person in the world come to that you know of? Oh, that's a bit of a straw man, right? What I actually that's said That's not a was, straw man. You're essentially, you're essentially totally saying the example I laid out is not possible. Get. No, so I'm it's asking about you as bad then, as a straw man could get it, right? Listen to what no, I'm saying. In I'm fact, saying I'm just I'm saying you dude, tried to disregard it by saying people don't think that way. Oh I'm man, listen, do. listen. People who think that way have a reason that you do not know that they think justifies their decision. Okay. All of so them. you're saying all some people them. just don't Okay, I'll let you go. Like all of the people who decide to do X think that X was justified at the time that they decided to do it. They think that it is the correct decision. Mm -hmm. That's why they do it. And you're saying like, how is it like you should demonstrates free will okay. that you can do something that's bad for you. But no, because if I limit my frame of reference, if I limit the scope of my analysis to only the short term, lots of things that are objectively bad for me, most of us would agree, become very good options. If I'm only thinking about how I'm going to feel in the next hour, maybe popping some heroin into my veins is a good idea, right? Because I'm not thinking about the consequences. Okay. So then, and just to get this out of the way, you, you agree people can make these, these bad decisions, essentially, right? Um, I think that People can make decisions that they later regret. I don't think that they make decisions that they think are wrong in the moment that they make them. Well, I've given you a few examples of that happening. I mean, you've given me anecdotal examples where you think it's happened to you. I don't really agree. Well, I can. We, we both are only using our perception. Technically, that would be the best example I could give you because my perception mm -hmm. works best on my action. I look Especially man, in like hindsight. Ultimately, I don't agree with your analysis of it. And like when okay. you give me when you give me your analysis, it well, sounds no, like I, you're. I, I'm curious. Then what what's wrong with my analysis? What flaw have I made? What you you keep supposing that there is such a thing as free will without showing that it necessarily follows from anywhere. Like you're basically treating well, it no, as your actually, action. It's, we're, Man, we're, we're having done. we're having a different done. side of it. I'm arguing that, that these things are not predetermined by your criteria because if I remember correctly, your criteria was people will make the best decision for themselves. Essentially, the decision to. that they, they feel will, be, will give the best outcome to themselves, right? Or yeah, try to. Try to. No, but listen, try listen, to. listen. Okay. If I think... Now, if I, hold on, no, stop, I'm, I'm just saying, saying what you just said is contradictory. It's not what contradictory. you just said is contradictory, however, because if it was a deterministic system in which you are supposed to make the best decisions for yourself, not only should it already come instilled in us with the best possible answers already for our own choices and the best decision-making process available to a species like ours, mm -hmm. like survival instincts, mm -hmm. not only that, it would have had to evolve over time. And then like, our decision-making by your, your theory of it all being deterministic should be way more advanced than it is now. There shouldn't be room for these kinds of errors because oh, then... That just seems that, like, 
like you're okay. making like a subjective hypothesis and saying I'm not making a subjective hypothesis. You are, I'm though, using... you're saying no, no listen, you're extrapolating. You don't know what I'm saying. I'm I, actually I comparing it. I'm comparing hold on. I'll make it nice and concise. I'm comparing it to the survival instinct that is within animals because that is a deterministic factor. That is a deterministic system. Survival instincts work much more efficiently and much better than free will and decision making in mm. in our subjective minds. I mean, as look, so like you just if made... it was deterministic, like you claim it is, by nature, it would be an a priori truth that essentially these would have to be perfect decision making processes, especially no, over all the no, time that no, we've no, had to evolve and and adapt yeah. to everything around us. In, invalid conclusion. Okay, how so? Yeah, the, well, because the fact that the world is deterministic does not outlaw the possibility of subjective mistake making. Not in any fucking sense. No, no way at all does it eliminate that. The fact of the matter is that you don't know everything. Like I said before, okay. you have a limited frame of reference. You only have a certain amount of information. You have a small scope. So when you try to reason about the world, right, you get things wrong. The fact that the world is ultimately an a priori deterministic structure does not mean mm -hmm. that subjects instantiated within the world would be incapable of making an error. There's nothing in the... Well, like, you're correct in the, Yeah, so we exactly. Agree. But that's we what agree on said. that. But what I'm saying, all I'm saying is that when you actually compare, because your argument at this point, if I can sum it up in one sentence, is that this, this is a uh, deterministic system here. And what I'm saying is that if it is, and it is in, implanted in us, this decision-making like you claim... Mm -hmm then it has to be at least as good as the survival instinct within humans as well. Because we have always had the subjective decision-making. However, why what? is our survival instinct much, much better and more efficient um, wait, than our what? subjective reasoning and free will and decision-making? Did you, did you just say we've always had our subjective decision-making? As humans? Why wouldn't we? No, 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 as animals. No, I said as humans. Yeah, but humans come from animals. That's great and all. I know we're technically an animal. I'm talking about our species. Because yeah, as our far species as recorded is history, not, listen, our species I'm just is saying not as gifted. far as we can possibly look back at humans, we've always had those sorts of subjective reasoning and decision-making uh, no. skills. Yeah, so what I'm arguing... Okay, hold on. All I'm arguing is that why, why would we have these things implemented us as basically as far back as we can see, both survival instincts and this, and this free will, as I call it, yeah. Why would the free will not advance? Why would it not Look, be even close just, to as efficient as the survival instinct? I can't even track your argument anymore. You just keep asserting your supposition about free will. You haven't given any deductively valid no, argument. No, I'm using your argument. You said no, you're that, not. Listen, okay, hold listen. on. I am. I'm, I'm, I'm saying. Not, no, I'm not done talking. I'm not, I'm not done talking, all right? Like, well, no, you hold on. You're, you're you misrepresenting, and you're also saying that you don't understand, so let me clarify. You still, you still have to let me I, finish, just, all right? I, you have well, to you're basically finish. saying you don't understand me and you're trying oh, to misrepresent dude. me at the same time. I would have to clarify. Right? So, like, what you're saying is that you're saying two things are true. You're saying that there's no evidence to indicate determinism. That's false. I already said all of the no, fields I didn't. of science. I didn't say – again, you're misrepresenting. I mean, you said that there was no evidence for determinism. You said that multiple times. No, I'm not I didn't. I said there's you. not enough evidence. Again, you didn't you're say misrepresenting. That. Dude, it, this is being recorded. Is it possible that you just equivocated? Because I fucking guarantee you I know what you said. Okay, I, I was said. Listening. And I guarantee you I know what I said, because I said it. 
I said there's not enough evidence. I'm basically saying that there's more evidence to suggest that there is free will as opposed to the deterrent. Okay. Okay, that's okay, great. So you said so there's what more I, evidence I for want, free will. Okay, but, but. I did want to clarify this, though. I did want to clarify. I'm not, I'm not presupposing anything. I'm using your, your essential your argument to show you the flaw within the logic. Hold on. I'm showing you the flaw within the logic you propose by using that logic is all I'm saying. By your logic, I know, but by your logic, you said that this free will that I call it or this this subjective decision-making has been implemented us like the survival instincts. All I'm saying is why why would they have not advanced even close to the same speed? Why would the survival instinct be much more efficient? Because, obviously, first of all, that's a non-sequitur. Second of all, plants and animals have been surviving for, surviving for a lot longer than they have been making subjective decisions, right? Like, that is such a non-sequitur, it's not even funny. What we're talking about is whether or not free will exists, right? And I'm saying, like, not yet, not once, have you given an argument that actually shows as its necessary conclusion that free will exists, and you deny that there is enough evidence to support the conclusion of determinism, and you rely on... Listen, you rely on right, anecdotal Wait, evidence yeah, of, like, I realize that. You rely oh, okay. on anecdotal evidence, which basically constitutes your, your opinion that there is such a thing as free will because it's consistent with your perception. But when we observe the empirical sciences, we do not see any freedom at all. We see deterministic mechanics at every level of analysis, and it is literally absurd to suppose that human cognition is the one level wherein there is freedom. That's just obscene. I do not accept it. Okay. Well, then it would be deterministic. (laughs) What if, yes, what if it was determined to be that way? Dude. Uh, no, but you just explained it yourself. If it is deterministically true that quote-unquote free will exists, then will exists, and it is not in, in any sense free from the deterministic mechanics that constitute it. Yeah, no, but that's, no, but it's not free will. It's not free from the mechanics. That's the point. Okay, so what is determined that we... Okay, so if we are completely... No, I said it didn't. That's my whole position. So... Oh, God. Pretty sure I didn't. Pretty sure I didn't. Dude, I didn't say... I, I never put forward that free will existed. Okay. So, um, what I'm essentially saying is that when you look back, determinism doesn't really fit. Like, and I said this at the very beginning, if you want to mm-hmm. check the recording for this, is mm-hmm. that it doesn't fit our perception of reality. And when I say Are that, sure? what I'm saying, yes. Okay, so let me, let me just ask you a simple so question wait, wh- then. Why would we have, as humans, why do we have subjective decision-making, or as I call it, free will, in your deterministic system? What's the reason? Basically, because we can't predict what decision we're going to make. Like when you make a decision, your like mind sort of like perceives what it thinks are its options, right? And then it has like a set of criteria that it's using to evaluate them. It's trying to decide on what it should do according to the rules it uses to decide on that sort of thing. And like so, what it's doing is it's sorting through the options that it perceives, and it's deciding which one most consistently fits its criteria. Okay, and because okay. it's looking for consistency with its criteria, okay, it's all 
always going to choose the answer that is most consistent with its criteria. And the fact that you don't know. Do you happen to well, know the criteria? Listen, I'm not quite done. I'm not quite done. The fact that you don't know mm -hmm. what conclusion you will come to doesn't mean that you weren't always going to come to just one conclusion. Okay. So what criteria would you say are used? Is it simply the best decision to advance Dude, our well-being? I told you, okay? That, they apply, hold on. I'm, using your, I'm asking if I have your criteria correctly. You don't have to get upset. I'm just asking. Is it that we are making the best no, decision to advance our well-being? No, you didn't have okay, it correct. Okay, so what, what is it then? Feel free to enlighten Okay, so again, you're equivocating between what actually is the best for you and what seems the best for you at a particular moment in time, right? What seems the mm -hmm. best for you at a particular moment in time is always what you will choose. That's how you decide. You decide based on what you think, think, subjectively believe, even if it is not true, to be the best option based on whatever variables you consider in such an analysis when you said for instance that you went to this party and you know you uh -huh. shouldn't have been drinking but you drunk anyway a smarter you could predict into the future that if you mm -hmm. made the first rationalization you would get drunk and so if you really did think it was bad to make the first one you wouldn't have done it but the fact that you did shows that you are confused about what exactly you're supposed to be doing okay so the reason that, that the reason that I think that example doesn't fit your criteria, and the reason I think I was very right in saying that your criteria for this is the brain making the best decision it can with the available data, is mm -hmm. that I very much know I have the empirical, and even at this time, I had the empirical evidence for what alcohol does to a body, what it does to your liver, what it does to your mm -hmm. nervous system, what it does to your neurological structure. Yes. I know all of this, right? So yes. then I say, fuck it, it sounds fun. And this yes. is not this is not an out of the ordinary thing. Okay. People do this all the time. People will Can do I... this with and hold on. What I'm basically arguing to sum this up is that by your logic, number one, this determinism would be instilled in us for almost no reason because it what doesn't do it doesn't affect no survival. Okay, hold on. Uh, I'll explain then. So the reason I say it's no reason is it doesn't affect survival in most cases. What it sounds like is that you've said. Essentially, your brain will analyze all the options presented to it and then pick the best options. So then what you're yeah, arguing so is quickly. that this determinism, this determinism is meant for humans to be able to sort through the many options we are oh, presented. Fuck. So, so that's what I've got isn't there. It true? Isn't oh. it true that in, in the situation yes, where you drank alcohol... System, impulsivity no, no, cannot in your, dude, in your situation where you drank alcohol, right? The reason that you drank alcohol was that in the moment you decided by limiting the frame of analysis to the short term that your having fun was worth more to you in the moment than acting responsibly. Isn't that what happened? No. What How? I thought was what I thought was to hell with the weight of this, to said. hell with thinking about the consequences. That's what Let's I said. just do stuff. Let's just That's what do, I said. Well, no, that is what I you're, said. You're saying that I weighed that short-term pleasure over no, the I'm actual long-term consequences. However, however, hold on, hold on. I'm just saying, however, by definition, I just told you I understood the long-term consequences. And knowing those, I obviously have to think that those uh, long-term consequences are worse and will weigh out the short-term pleasure. However, I still made the decision to say, yeah. I don't care if this doesn't weigh out as far as I can see. I'm still doing it. Yeah, so why did you make fun. the decision? Simply because I can. I no, but like, so what you're saying not? is, so what you're saying is because you value acting impulsively sometimes. 
Yeah. No, I don't value acting. Yeah, that's not. No, no, I think stop, it's stop, actually stop. detrimental. Stop I think impulsivity, dude. Okay, you, you asked me to, a qu- hold on. Look, you can't tell me I'm to stop to, talking. Hold ah. on. You can't ask me a question and then say stop talking. You keep talking over me when I'm not done. Speaking I'm not. You that. asked me a question and I responded, and then you said stop no, talking midway through my answer. I, it was a rhetorical question because I'm trying to demonstrate. Then a point. say don't answer and say this is a rhetorical question. I thought you might cool. be able to infer it from the context. Honestly, I wouldn't be able to infer. Again, you're. That's you're, fine. That's a fine caveat. Okay. <laughs> We will give a prompt when it's a rhetorical question. Fine. Is that fine with you? Okay, so I'm yeah. trying to break down your decision into the factors that you considered. Now, if you chose impulsive like behavior over what was long-term responsible, what that means is that in the moment that you performed the analysis, you decided that you did not care about the long-term consequences and that you valued the short-term consequences. Okay. No, I don't value it. In fact, I don't no, value I it. No, no, that's, that's Hold a fact. On. Look, I didn't say you I do not value. I do not value pleasure. Hold on. Over hold on. That's a non sequitur. Hold on. That's not a non sequitur. Seriously, so dude. Hold on. The reason it's not a non sequitur. Hold on. No justification yet. That that's all rhetorical at this point. Okay. That's what should have been say, stated. It's for your consideration as one of the one of the variables in the set that you're using to structure your idea of free will. We're mm-hmm. codifying what you think about free will. And if yeah. we're okay. if we're you can, you can delineating it appropriately, it, I, I you have to help definition. us. Hold on, you have to help us understand your commands and your prompts. You're Perfect. not going to just give this information over freely. You know that the what? way that you make an analysis. Wait, why would I not? Hold on. Well, because I know what I'm talking about. Okay, because you're well, trying what are you to talking win. about? Like obviously, that's why. Yes. Well, and of course, we're that, having a debate. Of course, I'd like to win. No, but you well, don't want something to, more to win. on any point that will like no. lead to you losing, even if you actually don't agree with it. You don't want to concede to it. No, I can concede as soon as I'm as soon as I'm put in a position where it's obvious that I'm I wrong mean, to myself. Dude, I will very obvious. much concede. We're, we're trying to show that right now, okay? Yeah. And if well, you're I'm, aware, it, I'm aware that you guys think a certain way me about me and then think a certain way about no, no. Matt. No, so I understand not. what I slow already down, into slow down. you guys would have so, your slow biases. Down. Slow That's down. That's all bro. I'm talking about. I'm not. Well, that's fine. Not Everyone that. has biases, and what we're trying That's, to do is quantify our bias together. Yeah, okay. That's, I'm not okay. quantifying the bias. Stop, stop. I'm, I'm simply okay. understanding well, that it's I, there. I'm, I'm letting you know that, that I understand I that it's there. Okay. All right. I'm telling you, I am quantifying mm-hmm. the biases. Then, okay. Okay. We'll quantify. Just slow down. Yeah. Okay. So where am I? Where am I outpacing here? Where am I doing Just that? wait one sec, man, all right? I'm going to quantify them for me. I know, for me, that when I decide to do something impulsive that I'm pretty sure I shouldn't do in the long term, what I am doing is I am throwing aside the, the value of considering the long term in order to gratify my impulsive desire in the short term. That's what I'm doing. And, and I, I talk- agree with that. Yeah, when, when I talk to other subjects, they all agree that when they decide to do something that isn't in their best interest, they do it because in the moment, they think that it is. Okay, so what I'm arguing is that not only did I know the decision I was making was wrong, I did oh. not, I don't have to take that into consideration for my own decision making. I don't have to care whether it's right or wrong. Not consciously, that's the sure. That's the We're assert- not contesting. Exactly. Hold on, hold on, hold on. 
so what I'm asserting is that I don't need to adhere to your criteria that, that would say that I have to make the best possible decision. I cannot right. care. I can make right. decisions yes. based. I can make decisions with zero knowledge on exactly. what is good and bad for me as well. Yes, so the, that's what we're the, saying. The issue that you present to me with your criteria is then if somebody has no perception of right and wrong, why would they have the ability to make decisions at all? They can search through options. It's just like okay, you can search great. through options on a video. No, I agree. I agree. So that is exactly what I was going to define it as. And what I'm saying is you don't need to make your brain is not deterministically set to make the best possible option. It's simply you picking something for whatever reason. Out the of variables are there. Yes. Variables are there, but you pick an option. You freely chose you, you, you an evaluate. option of your own volition. That is free no, will. In what essence. do you mean pick? What do you mean pick? You evaluate. Okay. Well, I'll explain. I'll explain. Unless that's no, rhetorical. No, do, you, do you or do you not evaluate? That is not rhetorical. Okay. Do just I evaluate? In what context do you mean? I mean, when you like decide what to do, are you evaluating your options? Am I evaluating them? On some yes. level, you evaluate everything you see constantly. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. So, so. No, no, no. no. You, Evaluation. Listen, no, no, no. I'm not done. Great. I'm not done. I'm not done. Okay. Okay. No, so no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Feel when, free. When you subconsciously decide to do something impulsive instead of what you consciously think you should do, that is you not accounting for the things that you value subconsciously properly. Exactly. And whether you're aware of it or not is non sequitur to the point. It's exactly. just a, a statement of humility, actually if you want to qualify it as anything. And okay. it, it's something that I'm willing to do right now just to hear everything about the, uh, the handful of people that are listening to this. It matters to those people that we are at least sincere in the way that we're treating the information as it's coming at us in real time. Okay? Okay. So there's no intellectual dishonesty about... is what you're essentially saying. You don't, you don't want them to be exposed to intellectual dishonesty is what I mean. Well, all of us. I think we can all safeguard against that without letting our guard down, but also being able to be quick with like a response of just true or false. Do you do this or not? Yep. And the first, exactly. let your impulse go on that and just go yes or no. Well, and that would be unwise. It, it wouldn't might. though, because the but thing that's is... that's exactly that, what I'm arguing listen, for, is that dude, I can make the thing is, Well, hold on. I just wanted to say real quick, and I'll let you go no, again. What I'm saying is that I can make those unwise decisions, like even in this debate, I could just spout nonsense and make it sound halfway believable to extend right. this debate. However, is my it? view on this, my view can be articulated in that we can make decisions that are both dude. wrong for us and bad, and we can make decisions ah. with zero... Hold on. Uh, we can also make decisions with zero understanding of right and wrong or good or bad or right. positive free will or detriment. With that being said, it doesn't fit into the criteria that Matt has laid out that decision making and free will essentially equates to your brain analyzing the options it's presented and picking the best one that advances picking... your well-being. Uh, that doesn't fit in the criteria. Okay, okay. Right, not you... when you frame it that way. Do you recognize that the, the equation of what maximizes your well-being is dynamic? Sorry, my thing. Yeah. My thing like the equation. The equation. Okay, so the equation. The equation that determines whether or not something will benefit your well-being is dynamic. Okay, how so? 
Well, like it changes based on the situation. In most situations, when you're presented with an impulsive choice, right, the, the fun isn't sufficient to justify you throwing away the consequences. But in some situations, clearly, you change your approach based on the information, which is that it will be fun and you like to have fun and you have a subconscious desire to not be responsible, to just enjoy yourself, to sort of give in to the way that you are and feel the way that you do and think what you do without all of this extra stuff on top. That appeals to you on a level you are not consciously articulating and the fact that you don't recognize that that appeals to you doesn't mean that at the time when you decide to gratify that impulse that it doesn't actually appeal to you because the fact that you gratify the impulse pretty clearly mm -hmm. demonstrates that it does. On some level. Yes, um, at least on some level. Otherwise, you wouldn't have gratified the impulse. Okay. So to gratify an impulse doesn't necessarily mean that you are advancing the best interest of yourself, though. That's what well, I'm it's on yeah. a limited frame of reference, though. Yeah. It does. So, like, yeah, if you... Okay, if you but to understand, to, to imply that you understand, that would, would then say that you... Okay, so you understand the difference between short-term and long-term gratification and well-being. I don't think yeah. you... Yeah, so like it seems like no, you're wait, saying, wait, hold on. your buddy just even said yeah what do you mean though no? no just listen to me it seems like what you're saying is that people like act according to only what they think is empirically provable that isn't the case people right. act based on their subjective biological impulses even if you know mm -hmm. activity x is really bad for you if you get a big rush out of it guess what? You might just do it because your biology values the rush beyond mm -hmm. what your rationality values about the avoiding of consequences. That is how, like, we know that that is true. Because Especially when, when you booze do, is involved. Yeah, when you do <laughs> such a thing, when you do such a thing and make an action you would later regret, okay, in that moment, if you didn't think it was the right thing to do for you in the frame of reference you were applying, you just wouldn't have done it. How could you have done it? It's like okay. step one in admission so, with like AA even. Like this is how they, these people make the change out of their bad habits. And I'm not saying that what you had okay. is a bad habit. That's not the accusation <laughs> or anything I'm trying to say. Oh, we all do well, it. I was sure. just starting college at the time, so yeah. It's even more understandable, man. But like what we're saying is that on a subconscious level, the way that your, I guess, scope of time got to narrow in on the present moment only, like just mm -hmm. the fuck it, let's do it attitude. We all know that well, feeling. No, I like, can see. Here's the thing, though, is that I understood the long term. And I illustrated this as did, Matt as, as well. Can we. As, as do I. I exactly. Like, I've made but that what I'm saying is that choice. even taking that into account, I still have the free will to essentially determine whether I want to pursue the imagination my of, highest. Yeah, absolutely. Hold on, hold on, hold on. What I'm saying is that I have the freedom to essentially choose whether I want to pursue this positive well-being or if I want to say, I fuck positive well-being. No one gives a shit. And yeah, but I can under do those that simply because I can. Yes, but a person, if they were so inclined to do so, could make decisions that are detrimental to themselves with knowledge that that is detrimental to themselves simply because humans can humans have that freedom like at any point i could decide you know what i'm gonna go play in traffic because i like seeing cars go by me right. i very much know that any of those two ton fucking metal contraptions going 60 miles an hour have enough kinetic force to kill me upon impact however if i figure that's fun i can go do it 
Right. And this is what I'm trying to actually convey. It it sounds like you say, because you're not exactly hypothecating in those moments. You're kind of doing a free imagination, like free association with the creative capacity to analyze information in the present moment. Something to that effect. What would you call it to be able to to essentially make decisions that are contrary to your well-being, that are a detriment to you? What would you call that, that ability that humans have? I I mean, negligence, even. Yeah. Negligence. Okay, yeah, so yeah. okay, so Basically are you forced being to be negligent? negligent? Wait, yes, but yeah. are you forced to be negligent? Yeah, like yeah, it's what? biological. Like yeah. you are Wait, no, no, no. What biological factors force you. You're to limited. That? You have don't biological limitations. No, 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 no. I, the, right the the example I've laid out is that I understand. I'm not limited in my yeah. understanding of what this will do to me. We're not talking about your understanding. Your understanding is so it's not an understanding thing. So what is forcing me biologically? Well, what is biologically forcing me? to then go out and make these decisions that are detrimental to me with that full understanding. Are you yeah, like the chemical rush. Thing? Okay, so what is that impulse then? It's the basic the mechanics of biology. Rush. Yeah, yeah like, like what dopamine receptors are responsive to in that moment, those are the deterministic elements yeah. that are informing your biological sensors. Okay, the way that you're interfacing with the, the temporal frame of reference in a pre-college like, or college era drinking spout the way that the human biological mechanism has adapted to that in recent years especially mm-hmm. is one that gives into negligence the the carefree beauty of irresponsibility and exactly enjoys and that's itself. what i'm arguing is free will that's well you, it's free imagining like you are absolutely okay. correct okay, that so you're imagining things, something. but it is the same thing. It's the same yeah. concept. We just have different names for it. Not necessarily. I think the the technical um, mechanism it, that yeah, we're describing is it the same concept. Because like it is I the feel same like, concept. Listen, dude. I feel like the whole point of this debate is that it's not the same concept. You right. are trying to say that they are the same. They are not. Well, okay. So what I've discussed, what I've discussed is that you have the choice. You have the freedom to decide that you can do what is detrimental to you. Now, you can call that whatever you like, but that's how I've defined free will throughout this whole debate. So to admit that that exists would then go against your determinism. Okay. Like, let me just try a definitional approach, all right? So what does free mean? Wait, no, no. I just want you to tell me what the flaw is. What is the flaw within that point? Yeah, I'm telling you. That's pretty much my premise. What's the flaw? I'm trying to tell you what does free. Okay, wait, 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 Matt. Let me let your friend explain it because he sounds like he has. No, dude. Just to answer my question right now, okay? What does free? You would have to answer mine first. If you answer mine first, I'll answer yours. Man, your question wasn't on topic. I'm asking you. It is on topic. That's the premise of my argument for this debate. So it is on topic. Listen, you said, "How do I challenge it?" I'm trying to, and you're saying you're not answering my question. No, tell me. I'm not saying. Yeah. I'm saying what's like, the flaw? I'm giving you, you the, I'm me. giving you the line of reasoning that demonstrates the flaw. Cooperate with me, okay? Ready? Okay. Ready? Let's go. I'll cooperate Ready? for right okay. now. Yeah. Cool. All right. So when you say that something is free, what do you mean? Free? Yes. The ability to make one's own decisions. No, no, no. When f- free in general, not free when it comes to will. There's there's many definitions to free. Free could be no, in a monetary a sense. Definition. There's a general definition. There's a general definition. There's many different yes. ways to use this. Yes, but it is polysemic. But what we're asking is that, like, you come up with a general definition of how you're using free mm-hmm. so in like, the context okay. of free will, Absolute- not in the context of free will, and it's general free. 
context. Yeah, okay. well, what do you mean when then you say that would something mean, is free? That, that would mean not restrained by outside control. Not restrained. Why by outside control? Not not restrained or limited by outside control. If you what does outside control slightly. mean? Outside control would be, I don't know, maybe someone forcing you to move around or some, if you want to go with a theistic look at this, I mean, God basically mm -hmm. making you do things. Okay. I don't know. Those are good examples, okay. I guess, yeah, but of non-freedom. Like, so if, like, your body forces you to try to survive, do you have freedom in that? Yes. But how? Like, if I tried to kill you... You can start... Then... Okay, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. I'll give you an example. So, how you can defy your body trying to make you survive is by starving yourself. At which point, no, the body will no longer try to force not... you... Hold on, hold on. I'm giving you an example. Your body no, but it's, will it's try not, to... It doesn't address my on. point. I'm just making one point. I'm just making it one point. It doesn't address the you... thing I said. Hold it is addressing. This is the direct question. No, it doesn't. Question. It doesn't so, address it. Okay, you picked, the you picked no, a sense you of the word. Me, hold on. Hold on. I'll tell you how it correlates. If it's a non sequitur, please tell me. So, it is a non sequitur. I can tell me, you already. Okay, so what was I going to say then? If it's a non sequitur and you know. Yeah, you were going to say that one of the ways that you can get around the survival mechanism is by starving yourself. But the survival instinct has nothing That's to do not with slow starvation. No, but that's not okay. the survival instinct has nothing to do with slow starvation. The it, it, survival okay, instinct, so I'm gonna tell listen, you why I'm that's not done. Incorrect. I'm not done. Hold the survival instinct is instantiated in the moment. You stopped my point without knowing what I was going to say. You just demonstrated I, that. I, no, so I, I'm going I, to I tell you what I was going to say. Hold on. I, so essentially I was arguing that you can starve yourself. That is true. That was gonna be part of it. But what I'm saying is that your body to, to help you survive will give you those feelings of hunger and it will increase those feelings. It's sort of like pain. It's a contextual thing. So that way your body can influence you and how you react to things. However, should you starve yourself, the body will abandon those sorts of feelings. Your mind will then tell your body to essentially eat itself. So you can yep. defy those instincts. Well, uh, hmm. that's, isn't, isn't your mind telling your body to eat itself your body trying to survive? Pretty sure that's, that's your exactly body trying to. Uh, yes, but you are defying that. Hold on, your free will is defying that and allowing that to happen listen, at all. Listen, maybe that's there are multiple. Listen, listen, maybe there are multiple levels of analysis that make up what you would call yourself. Isn't that possible? There, no, that's a fact. There are. No, yeah, I know there are. So when yes, you, for instance, when you, for instance, try to starve yourself, all right, your survival mechanism does not kick in directly. It kicks in indirectly, like you said, by trying to make your body eat itself. But the survival mechanism I was talking about was the instinctive response to danger, to death, which is that if I come along and I attack you, even if you think every day about how you'd like to go under a bus, instinctively, you will fight back. You will try to protect your life. That is how you are built. You don't have a choice, right? There are things inside are you, you nope. there are things inside you that control you that you do not have a choice about. We've shown it scientifically. When the hypothalamus takes over, your ability to consciously mediate what you're going to do is really limited, like insanely limited. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, are are you done? I don't want to. I don't want to interrupt you. I think I think what I just did there was I demonstrated that there are things inside you that control you that make you not free. Okay, so there are certain things that do not. That's not a control, however, because I just well, uh, and you just agreed. Hold on. So you just agreed to this that I can defy those feelings of hunger. 
the best control the mind has over me in this starvation example is to make me feel hungry, potentially make me feel sick, mm. potentially make me focus on food. That is not control. I can very much defy that. There, that is the system that I'm talking about. Mm. That is the free will mm. that I'm talking about. I have the free decision-making process to say, mm. I don't care what my body says. I don't care if it's mm. telling me I'm starving or that I need food to survive. Mm. I can starve myself. I can mm. very much do that. The mm. only, the best example and the one you should have used here was that I can't bite off my own finger because I simply yes, can't make that active choice. Well, that's not true yeah. though. You yeah, could. I think you could even. Okay, pretty sure you could. Okay, fine. I misworded. Most people aren't capable of doing it. Your mind will I stop. Don't, I don't even agree with because you. Because you only need about to. the biting strength that you need to get through a carrot to get through your finger. That's if you not the point. The, bone. the point is, if you had some really good reason to bite your finger off, you probably would do it. Mm -hmm. Well, yes, that's what I'm saying. You can override that as well, but that would go further no, but to my like, point. I don't think you understand. None of that demonstrates your point because of the thing that I said to like about five minutes ago, I said there are multiple levels of analysis. analysis. Mm -hmm. You said that's a fact. So the fact is yes. that things that control you can be uh -huh. circumvented with the other levels of analysis, but that doesn't mean that they don't control you okay. in the respect that I described. No, well, right. that doesn't, that's not a full control. I have, it doesn't so what, matter. It's control. Okay. 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 I'm just saying, so what would be the control mechanism? What level would that be that I can Dude, defy the starvation? What would that be? That would be your conscious cognition overriding your unconscious desire to survive. What would you call that? Because I call I it free call, will. Uh, I would call that you making an unfree decision based on your values. Okay, so, for so instance, how is that unfree? No, no, so wait, give wait, me an example. Wait, wait, no, no, no. How is that unfree? Because your values dictate what you're going to do. So here's an example. If you are well, a monk... No. Stop. I if mean, you're a even monk, then, that's a listen, subjective if system. If you're a monk, if you're I've a monk, chosen to adhere to. Ah, oh, dude. If you're a monk, you can decide to starve yourself for your own subjective reasons. Okay. So what what biological implementation in humans forces us to do that, or do we just decide to? No, that's a that's a level of analysis which is conscious. They're different. Perfect. Mm. So that consciousness, that ability is what's called free will, and it can no. vary from person to person. Nope. That's why, no. hold on, hold on, I'm just making a point, and feel free to tell me if I'm wrong after I you make the point. Oh, okay, cool. So tell me after, <laughs> I, after I say this. So what makes it different? Why, do, why can some people be monks and starve themselves or fast, and why do some people not have that? Why, do some why are some people gluttonous? Why are some people food connoisseurs? Um, what, why is, why is there such differences? Because they differ in personality, which is based off your biological constitution and the experiences that you have. Okay, so your personality is, you've already admitted part of what I was going to say, that it is partly your experiences, your, yeah. your interactions with the world. But your experiences are deterministic. Okay, so you're familiar with the nature versus... Okay, so you're familiar with the nature versus nurture arguments, right? Are, are you familiar with it? Because in reality, I, nurture I am, and since you're deflecting it, listen, I, I assume I'm not you need deflecting. me to explain. I have what an answer. I explain? have an answer. No, I have an okay. answer for you. Okay. Uh, tell me your answer. Tell me nurture, your answer. Nurture, nurture always collapses into nature because any experiences you have are of the natural world. No, you're right, and I agree with that. That is yeah, my. So there's only nature. The argument I use when I argue with people on that. So we agree so there. A, Perfect. So there's so, only nature. No, in so fact, if, if there it is, is us no, reacting to nature how we – hold on. It's how we choose to react to nature. That's why I, when you go to – hold on. I'm making one point, and I'll let you go again. I'm just saying that that's why you could go to therapy 
and have somebody essentially explain to you a different way of thinking. So that way, when you react in a, in a detrimental way to this nature for the rest of your life, you can go to a therapist and they'll uh -huh. say, well, you're just thinking about it wrong. You're responding okay. to that nature, that, that long-term stimuli the wrong way. Here's how to actually cope with it. Here's a few coping mechanisms. And then here's a positive way to think about this. So that way you are not a detriment to yourself with your decision making. However, that therapist is not controlling this person. That therapist is simply introducing a new mechanism of thinking, a new axiom, yep. if you will. That's yeah, all it is, a new axiom to introduce to uh -huh. your own free will and your own decision making. No, which you did, you keep... you've already admitted throughout this debate is that conscious decision-making, which can vary from person to person. So within a deterministic system, it should not vary from person to person. Okay, it's sort of like, like every other science in the world. Because certain things, like let's say you can, you can take an equation from math and you can apply it to other things. That's most of what things like, like gauge symmetry is based on. You, you simply just mess with variables and see what's sort of going to stay consistent and what's not. However, mm -hmm. within free will, you can see that decision-making decision making can be consistent only if the person has the, the thought process to go through a positive way of thinking. So that's, okay. how, that's how most therapists work. Okay, so are you a natural creature? I'm sorry, essentially a new decision-making system, one that is less you, detrimental. That's all it is. It's not a control uh, thing. It is dude. still free. By definition, the one that we agreed on, you said one point. not controlling what you think. They're introducing a new way to think that's not detrimental. You said one point. How long can you talk on one point, all right? Are you a natural creature? I said creature? like four points. I kind of shotgunned you, so I'll apologize for that, but I did say more than one point. How? Like, are we natural creatures? Is that something you agree to? I'm sorry, what? Are we natural are we, creatures? Yeah, are we natural creatures? Um... I mean, in a sense, we somehow evolved from single-cell organisms to multi-cell over millions of years, but sure. So you're saying that we are natural creatures? I don't have all the... Again, this goes back to what you said. I don't as have all the data know. to... Wait. As far as you far, know. I don't have all the data to I make a... I don't care. A, a Use the data you've got. Use the data okay. you've got. Make a deduction. So you're, you're asking me again to make, to, <laughs> to make an uninformed decision, basically. Are you a natural creature, in your opinion? Yes or no? In my opinion... I don't know. Let me let me consult my free will. <laughs> Do the uninformed decision thing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so my free will is going to allow me to respond to to essentially make this uninformed decision and say that we are natural to some degree. Okay, so we're not. No, no, not to some degree. We are fundamentally natural creatures. To some degree. No, fundamentally. Oh, okay. So wh why are we why are we natural in your opinion? Um, because we're made up of biological genetic information. Hmm. Okay. Like, uh, obviously, you know, like, no shit we're natural because we're <laughs> biology. Biology is a part of nature. Okay. So... Yeah, so do you accept that? Fine. No, yeah. yeah. With that definition, we're okay, natural. So, with that definition, right, we're natural. So, yeah, let, okay, so then let's move, let's move through the argument then, okay? So if Perfect. you're a natural creature, and if all other humans are natural creatures, then the only experiences that you can have as a natural creature are of the natural world or of other natural creatures. So when you bring up this distinction in your eyes between nurture and nature the thing that you have to recognize is that everything you might call nurture is fundamentally natural so nature is a deterministic system in which you exist and you miscategorize some of the nature as nurture because it's useful to do so hmm. that's pretty yeah 
that's pretty rock bottom on biology. Yeah. So from the biological standpoint, there are certain there are certain determining factors that will play into almost all of your decision making is what you're saying. Yep. Evolutionary biology, essentially. Yep. Great. So yeah. we agreed that there's variables within decision making. How does that eliminate free will? <laughs> like all, well, you, the all you've established like then is that there's biological variables. The, the variables um, sound like instruments, like musical instruments. No, what I said was, what I said was that it, there are biological variables, and then there are okay. other natural variables, and all of the variables are natural. That is what I got you to agree to when I got you to say that you are a natural creature. All right, all of the variables are natural, and if all of the variables and the, all of the rules are natural, then nature determines what will happen in every single situation. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes, that's just true. That is fact. I mean, I can agree that there's biological variables and that there's no, circumstantial variables as well from the yeah. nature and nurture arguments. So, like, if I we mean, that would still all... apply to me that we still make our own decisions regardless. Look, let's just quickly, if we collect all of the variables and all of the rules and there are none mm -hmm. left out, then is the decision free from the variables and rules? No. Um, yes, it can be. Very no, it cannot be. No, not if you well, collect okay. all. So I'll use the other side to that again. No, you didn't listen no, no, to the, if you collect to all the predication. Of if you yeah. collect all of them, all of the things that you could possibly mm. take into account, and we can't really yet, but it's it's a propositional. Yeah, in principle. Yeah, in principle, if you gathered all of the variables that you ever could take into account uh -huh. and all of the rules then there would be only one outcome for you according well, to the variables there could and be rules. One, hold on. There could be one outcome and there could be one, one result of what you do. However, I can make a decision that is wrong or right regardless. I can That's decide. That's irrelevant though. Yeah, that but that doesn't demonstrate freedom. Yeah, that on, would be on, the hold outcome. On, hold, on, I'll let you both, that, hold on. I'll let you both go for a while. I'm just making one point and then I'll let you go again. Just I'm, just saying that I, I'm just saying that with these variables, you as a human being can actually make a decision that makes zero sense within the context of these biological or contextual variables. Even if yeah, you understand them, even if you understand them, you would be able to make a decision that is free of Contrary these variables to. and okay, these look, understandings. No. Yeah, which how, I how already argued. Okay, look. Look, I think I, I'll tell you how you could. That's stop, a, stop, stop, stop. It oh, wasn't a real question. It was okay. rhetorical. Okay, it's rhetorical. Yeah. Okay, That's fine. So yeah. I'll stop. What I'm saying, what I'm saying is actually I just like described to you a situation where everything was accounted for. All right. You cannot say as a valid like response, no, I can. there is still freedom. No, you can't. Well, Analytically, okay. no, listen. I'm not done. Uh -huh. Analytically, okay. that is go. false. Okay. Analytically, oh, okay. I, if no, in principle you account no, 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 for I, all of the variables and all of the rules, then okay. the conclusion is necessarily deterministic, and there is no yeah. way to contest that. Okay, hold on. I'll tell you how I can test it. Literally, me contesting that, even if I thought everything you said was correct, I still can sit here and just, let's just say, for the sake of argument, and I don't believe ah. this. But let's right. hold on. for the sake of argument. <laughs> hold on. For the sake of argument, let's say I agree with everything you say. Oh, right now, dude, I'm still. So. Hold on. Hold on. I'm Here's still going to say I don't agree. I have free will, and I that know. free will is going to allow me to not agree with you, despite I all just, the evidence you put forth and yeah, the understanding I just and agreeing with it.
I just figured well, out no, your I'm argument. Saying... Your argument. Listen, listen. Well, I'll just give you your argument, no, and you can tell me no, if I'm right. There is you can no tell me if I'm right. Hold on. your argument. Listen. Hold on. No, that is my argument. Hold on. So no, I'm, I'm saying it's about to be I just proved that even if I agree with everything you said, hold on. I just proved that everything you said, even if I agreed with you and thought it was all correct. I'm still going to say I don't I, agree, and I can still do that due to free will. That's I don't not care. relevant. Dude, and that's dude, predictable. You just, relevant because that stop, means it stop. is 100. You're on, cutting me off. I'm still making a point. I'm still uh, making you a point. You're interrupting me by saying it's irrelevant. Hold oh, on. I'm just fuck. making a point. There's no need to get upset. I'm saying that my free will is still going to allow me to be free of the empirical evidence and the even if it was a rock-solid argument that has zero zero mm -hmm. flaw in it i still mm -hmm. am free of yeah. that objective reasoning to mm -hmm. say i don't agree and i'm going to make know. decisions that con that contradict that okay. that variability is what free will is i don't care oh, okay, if it's cool. wrong i can just still do it just stop exactly for a that's fine yeah so, exactly that is no, free will in essence that's what i've been arguing Dude. Well, Dude. it's just more like brat mode. Okay, so like, yeah, no, 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 listen, I'm just going to talk for a sec, okay? So no, I, went to I went to rephrase you, and you repeated yourself four times instead of letting me check <laughs> I understood you, right? That's called a fallacy right. of repetition. It is a fallacy, right? You repeated yourself four times when I said, let me check I've got you correctly, right? What it right. sounded like you were saying to me is this. I have free will, and the proof for that is that no matter how good your argument is, I will not concede. Is mm -hmm. that what you're well, saying? <laughs> That's that, a... I'm saying that for the for the sake of the debate, if I felt uh... that your arguments were not, even if the points you made were inarguable and facts, I can still go against them and act you know, uh -huh. independently of them because my yeah. will... My yeah. will and my decision making is free uh -huh. of any constraints like that. It doesn't have uh -huh. to be locked. Yeah, okay, so that I got that. That proves my point. Dude, I heard that. I yeah. heard that. Yeah. It, there you go. it proves what you stop, think. Stop. Yes, if you that think is what it proves you your point. No, stop, stop, stop. Decision, right? I'm just, I'm bringing it, it to a close, okay? That's Look, what you're thinking. I'm, I'm, I'm bringing it to a close. Well, it proves that I make the decision on that. Stop. And that you call it a decision. It's If it's not a decision, what is it? Stop, no luck. Look, you say... Well, I'm responding to your friend here. I didn't want to ignore him. Yeah, Look, hold on. So, so that, what, if that's not a decision, what is it? So, okay. Should I go or you? <laughs> okay. Either it one. Proves, this is fun. Yeah, it is good, man. This is actually good fun because this is, in my opinion, kind of shadow of ego recoils into its like most closeted space of you're not going to catch me here. And I'm yeah, not going <laughs> to. It's, it's, it's a good game to play, actually. But, mm -hmm. uh, one of the things that's yeah. predictable about the ideological possession of belief in one's own free will, if you will, is that we all recognize like the same patterns that we used when we were clinging to the same abstraction. And it is just an abstraction of information that we're attaching value, whether sentimental or, other, or otherwise, to. And if we take the time to accurately reflect in real time, kind of think about our thinking, we're, we're mm -hmm. kind of able to see that the pattern starts to quicken. The repetition of its denial, it, it gets into this kind of uh, playful condescension <laughs> space yeah, just, where I, it's fun. I, 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 like how, I like how like non-viciously you worded that because I think I know what you were thinking and you were so nice about how you said it. Yeah. Thank you, man. And I, just, um... I, I do have sympathy with it because I, I, do, I personally held 
a, a very unconscious attachment to free will. I didn't realize that I was requiring the need of using that word as much as I did probably two, three years ago. And once I had an argument with Matt about this to where he was able to show me uh, about like maybe 10 minutes ago's length of points, it clicked for me once he, he talked about the way that it kind of collapses all into nature, that, that nature is kind of, it, it's surrounded. Uh, it's surrounding whatever we consider to be nurture or culture or the thing that we're kind of all existing within. Uh, as subjectivities within a society and so on. Uh, Right. Well, I'll get a little personal with you here, man. Um, Okay. When I was younger, um, and I don't even know if this is a real disorder, but I was diagnosed (laughs) with uh, ODD, which is called Ah, Oppositional Defiance Disorder. I've got that, man. So the free will thing, that's why I've always kind of thought that free will has to exist because I can simply, no matter what it is, even if it's like, a scientific law or you know a universal <laughs> yeah. fact i i mean i've proven to myself i have the ability to defy such things that's through my cool, own actually. will through my own way of thinking regardless that's yeah, why no, I, I can keep going on this yeah but Dude, matt's arguments you know are like to any normal person would be 100 percent convinced bro you know what's I, interesting the odd thing is I, interesting i have odd as well <laughs> so, oh shit you know, it's Fam. not a greater yeah so That's just quickly awesome. all right just quickly um you, what you did say at the end was that the your your like justification for believing in free will is that even if we present the sort of argument that should convince you you're capable of basically being petulant and refusing <laughs> to admit that we've demonstrated the conclusion okay so what i'm saying is that pattern of justification is invalid. I'm evaluating it. It is invalid technically. And mm-hmm. I think that the fact that you're using an invalid justification demonstrates that your conclusion is not justified. And our conclusion has been shown to be consistent with all of the available evidence in terms of science. Therefore, the world is deterministic and there is no such thing as free will, except insofar as you experience the illusion of it. Well, I would argue then that essentially I can decide to not even go with empirical evidence or any argument that you present to me, even if I agree with it and it makes perfect sense. I would say that the reason I can not agree with it still and defy that and be free from any any logic, because that's what you're using Mm -hmm. here, is because Mm -hmm. of that free will. Yeah, look, I'm 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 arguing for something that's not. Why would you do that? No, but just quickly, well, it doesn't even because matter. It's free will. It free will doesn't, it doesn't matter. It's, it's like I said, it's a petulant thing, okay? It doesn't really matter. What I'm saying is I already, just now, evaluated that strategy to be invalid logically. Therefore, the uh, argument is over. The debate it's is a, over. That's not valid. It's a technical. Well, in that case, I would then be able to say that I can defy logic with my own will. I can. My will yeah. is that I choose not okay. to believe it despite that. But I don't Why care. Why would you choose to defy logic? No, no, look, uh, he can Simply say that. Simply because I can. I have free will. He can say that, but I don't accept that as a valid contention. That, that, that's it. Yeah, there that's has okay. to be some that's sort okay. of intention no, going on there. I would say that, that, that the, the ability to freely decide to do that would be free will in and of itself. Yeah, you can say that, but as I said, I do not accept that as a valid conclusion. Therefore, the debate is over. I don't accept that it's valid. Well, if you don't accept that that's valid, that's fine. But, you know, I would say that there's no way to disprove that I have free will, especially if I can, you know, basically not accept that. That doesn't bother me. Plenty of experience done. 
So in my mind, I would say that that means that I have free will by definition, because it's free of even law. Look, yeah, like you can continue to say that, but let's change the topic because I just don't agree with you and I'm not going to accept that as valid. That's okay. Yeah.